Welcome to Power Play. I'm Omar Najam, but in Port Ruby, I'm Vion Vigor. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. on twitch.tv slash qtimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to Power Play. Um, I'm Rick Budd, your GM, and uh, these, well, three people you see, Sam is, is here, they will pop into that window any moment now um these these three uh lovely and talented people you see before you are um uh, b zelda our ulez galley uh, caitlin bruder our benny beckett sam delev uh our cadrax eversinger is invisible right now use of superpowers and uh that that last fellow you see there that is uh omar jam our vion vigor and i would like to start today off by throwing a big happy birthday out to omar omar Happy birthday, Happy man. Happy birthday. It's your day of birth. This is a fortuitous day. Oh, I was you. born today, this morning. In case yes. You're, yes. Yeah. Right. So he was yesterday. not born yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. As a gift, Sam, let me get that one just a few seconds earlier. <laughs> So yes, um, we're we're gonna we're, you know we're gonna spare you the traditional singing of the happy birthday because nobody nobody wants that over four five microphones at once. So um, we're we're you know Omar happy birthday and uh, I want to throw out a special thanks to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everybody at Q Times uh, because you do what you do we can do what we do. Check out all the awesome stuff going on at Q Times right now. Now normally. Your subs and your bits help support Q Times, but this month your subs and your bits will be going to the Rainbow Railroad Charity, uh, an organization that helps LGBTQ individuals escape violence and persecution uh, in their home countries. Uh, Jake is donating 100% of Q Times Twitch profit to them this month. Uh, so feel good about sending in those subs and, the, and those bits. Um, re re really, really important cause. So thank you, Jake. And uh, as always, uh, your donations to the tip jar that you see on the bottom of the screen go to the people on screen. It is uh, also kind of a worthy uh, cause. Uh, our Feed the Cast Fund. It's, you know, uh, the cat. You I know, mean, it's Pride Month. There are some people with lots of gay feelings. Uh, so I think ultimately, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm I only have that. this much bagel. Feed the cast. Yes. Uh. Feed, feed poor Sam, who only has one quarter of a bagel left. Um, and uh, to that end, we've got some rewards. Uh, here's how they work, as always. At $50, uh, the team gets a point of community determination. Right now, I see they have one point of community determination left from last week, and I think Cadrax has two points, and Ulez has one point, and that's it. And um, if we get to $150, the mysterious benefactor, chat can provide the team uh, with a gift, as we know, Outside of the, uh, the universe, uh, sorry, inside the universe, the team has a mysterious benefactor who can send them gifts anywhere, wherever they happen to be in time or space. You'd think I know this shtick by now. Uh, but um, in outside of the universe, we know that that mysterious benefactor is you. And this week, if we get to $150, you can send the team a second use of the hypno credentials, which are very similar to, but legally distinct from Doctor Who's psychic paper. So a second use of the hypno credentials, uh, which last time I think they used to impersonate library inspectors. So worth it. Oh yeah, God, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Impersonate. Um, the hypno credentials say it. We are library inspectors. 
I, I stand corrected. Uh, so, yes, uh, second use of the hypno credentials if we get to $150. And if we get to $250, the after credits lore drop, a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. You can always see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And if you can't support us by donating, you can help us by liking and commenting on YouTube videos and sharing tweets, helping promote the show. We really appreciate all that. And we appreciate uh, all, all the um, all the fan art that y'all have been doing recently. Uh, just that stuff we, we, we show each other. It just makes us gush. We love it. Thank you so much to everyone who does that. Um, and now you can get PowerPlay merchandise. Uh, there are t-shirts and stickers with Caitlin's wonderful character art, um, both the original and both updated versions. Uh, so, so from season one, season four, and season six, you can get uh, t-shirts with all any of those on them. They are available at the QTime Stream Elements Store. Jake will drop that link in the chat uh, if you want some merch. The game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures. It was created by Steve Kenson, a very cool guy who you can find on Twitter at S. Kenson. Give him a follow. Uh, the book edition is uh, that I have is published uh, by the good people at Green Ronin um, who uh, uh, have, have, have been, have, have been um, very kind uh, to our friend Jake this week. And um, they were sold out of the book last time I checked, uh, which uh, we personally take complete credit for. Um, I think we sold out the, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say we sold out the whole run. It was us. Uh, but um, you can still get a PDF and ad infinitum uh, sells prints to PDF versions uh, if you want that. Oh, I am being told we unlocked the first tier already. Thank you so much, everybody. That gives the team two points of community determination to start with. And we are very much on our way uh, to opening uh, the uh, uh, the hypno credentials. So thank you so much. Um, you can follow the show at Powerplay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. Powerplay is available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Check it out wherever fine pods are casted. And uh, oh, I thought this was going to be a very short season at eight episodes. We're going to do eight episodes this season, and then we're going to do the NPCs of Port Ruby one shot. But you know, sometimes these things you kind of balloon out of control a little bit, and and you know you, you kind of start looking down the line, and it looks like you might not quite have the room to do everything you thought you were going to do. So we are adding one more episode, a ninth episode to this season of Power Play. So what that means is uh, you can mark down that the the Power Play series finale will be coming to you on July seventeenth. And uh, between now and then, uh, you get um, an episode a week, and somewhere in the middle there, we are going to drop uh, the NPCs of Port Ruby one shot. So yeah, July 17th for finale, for a grand total of nine episodes. Um, but uh, I don't know, I'm real happy about it. You know, it's uh, I already missed these people. We still got, you know, we still got episodes left. I love you. Okay. And so make a that's coordination the coordination check. Make a better coordination. No, I, you know, I, I've not been good with the dice this season, but um, I guess I'm GM. I could just fudge it. Yeah, I got I got a 12. Um, yeah, so, um, that's the announcements. Time for power play.
And welcome back. Um, so yeah, you get another look there at Caitlin's new amazing uh, intro sequence, um, which I still just cannot get over. Uh, if you want to see it, Caitlin tweeted it out. You can run it over and over again to your heart's delight over on Twitter. Um, I, I watched it like 50 times after we got it. Um, so yeah, so previously on Power Play. The team was confronted by the Red Mist, who explained how he got into the stone sarcophagus that the Vikings were burying and everything that had happened to him since. He also claimed that evil forces in Port Ruby were aligning against him, and he wanted the team's help in defeating them. However, he thought the team wouldn't believe it unless they figured it out for themselves, so he told them to investigate the fate of Daniel Sizik, the director of the National Bureau of Antiquities of the People's Republic of Ostrovia, who the team had helped uh, rescue Abigail from the vault at Fort Mansion uh, back in season three. Their investigation led the tip, uh, the, led the team back to Fripp Manor, uh, where they tried to question Jonathan Fripp about Sizik, but he was not super helpful. Uh, after spending a day helping Vion figured out who murdered him, the team got a request for help from Abigail Fripp's mother, Gracie. Uh, Jonathan Fripp had been kidnapped, and Gracie wanted the team to help save him. The trail led to Aaron Bomberg, the son of the team's old enemy, Mickey Bomberg, uh, who was armed with sonic weaponry based on the designs Crescendra had made for Twister Whitlow back in 1934. The team ultimately saved Jonathan Fripp, but during the fight to free him, Cadrax took a sonic bullet to the chest, which uh, Vion had to phase them to remove, Cadrax being somewhat phasing averse. The team ultimately saved Jonathan Fripp, but after being phased, Cadrax could no longer feel the humming of the universe or hear the song of the choir beyond. And uh, we pick up two days later, on the morning of uh, Tuesday, October 5th, 2021, uh, you saved Jonathan Fripp on Sunday the 3rd, and uh, you all start the day catching PR1 News with Stella Combs. And Stella says, um, Information continues to trickle out about the kidnapping of billionaire industrialist Jonathan Fripp. Fripp, noted for his many philanthropic con uh, gifts to support Ruby, was abducted from his office on the evening of Saturday, October 2nd. The captain of industry was rescued the following day by Eversinger, Magnova, Sunflower, and the Spirit of Justice. But PR1 has learned the rescue came so close to the deadline that Fripp's company ultimately paid the ransom in full before he was saved. Those monies are still unaccounted for. Though famous for his reclusiveness, Fripp has apparently been cooperating with the city's departments of investigation and safety and has identified this man and a mugshot of Aaron Bomberg appears on the screen. Aaron Bomberg, son of reputed crime boss Mickey Bomberg of Masterminding the Kidnapping. A warrant for Bomberg's arrest has been issued, and sources tell the Department of uh, sources inside the Department of Investigation tell us he is believed to have gone on the lam. More on this story as it becomes available. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll talk with a UFO conspiracy theorist who says that since the existence of alien life has now been firmly established, he's turning his attention to leprechauns. And it cuts to commercial break. Now, we're in Vian and Ulez's apartment. Ulez, I'm going to say you spent Monday at Carpa Storage with Molly Darnell working on your ship. And uh, there's still work to be done, but Molly believes it is almost ready. Ooh. 
after you came home, you resumed work on cracking the hard drive that you took from Jonathan Fripp's office, which you have been very intent on, on getting open. Uh, that's what mm -hmm. you've been doing ever since. Give me an intellect roll with your tech bonuses to see how you're doing. Absolutely. That is going to be 15, 14, 15, 16. I got a three there. 16. Okay. Um, 16. Okay. Your system continues working on the password um, while you, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're playing with Lorgin or something like that. Um, there's one of uh, Beyond's records playing. Les often picks them by the colors, whatever the, the colors of uh, both the disc and the cardboard are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and what, what Lori color? likes mm -hmm. the music. Um, like, a, like a psychedelic orange and red, perhaps. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very pretty. Very pretty. So Ulez has that playing. Okay. Um, like neon, sorry, I think. Neon yeah, is sure. Some like green or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like one of those old like sixties <laughs> album covers, you know, like, um, so yeah. And maybe Lord's and, you know, learning how to dance or something. Okay. Keep moving your feet. And uh, then there's a knock on the door. Oh, uh, I'm, do we have a peephole? Have we ever discussed a peephole? I imagine we would have You one. probably do, yeah. So if you look through the yeah. people, you see the face of Sandy Carpa. Ah! Oh, I opened the door. Well, we greet you. Yeah, Sandy Carpa, played by Cheech Marin, uh, um, says, uh, Hey, Ulez, you got a minute? Oh, I have many minutes. <laughs> and he walks in and he's carrying like a big rectangular thing wrapped in brown paper. And uh, uh, But he stops when he notices the hard drive on the counter and uh, he says, uh, What's that? Oh, it is a hard drive that I am attempting to crack. There are many layers of security, many more than I have ever encountered, even with the government. This connected to one of your cases? Of course. Huh. You know, you amaze me. You came here oh. from an advanced civilization across the universe. You lost your memory. You had to rediscover who you were. You became part human. And then instead of just to like obeying your programming or whatever, you chose your own purpose in this world to be a detective and a hero and help people. You know, I wish more humans were like you. Oh, well, that is very kind of you to say. We believe there are a lot of humans that are like myself. Uh, there are so many with dreams and ambitions. If just they had the resources and more guidance, they could accomplish they're their, their passions, much like I have. I've had the resources of friends. I, I hope that's true. Anyway, I got you something. And uh, he hands oh. you the big rectangular thing wrapped in brown paper. Is this where we delicately or aggressively tear the paper? Um, well, normally I'm, I'm very aggressive about it. But with this, maybe I'd be a little more careful. Oh, okay. Um, and then Ula's like painstakingly. Um, everybody's probably had that family member or friend who just takes way too long to take off the paper. They preserve the tape. The paper is immaculate. There's not a tear in it. You make sure every bit is unfolded and then they fold it, but it's awful. Um, so Sandy has to watch all of that until it is unwrapped. 
Yeah, and inside you find the picture of the pink bubble uh, bumble ribbon that you drew with crayons on su oh. on su uh, Sunday morning. Only now it is professionally framed and matted in an, an incredibly elegant and probably extremely expensive wooden frame. This is beautiful. This means it can be preserved. Yeah, well, I thought it was beautiful too, and that it should be preserved. Uh, oh. This is incredibly kind. What has inspired this kindness? I don't know. You're my best friend. Oh, Sandy. We consider you our best friend. You and I are able to sit in silence and put on paper whatever our feelings feel like and look like, and we can translate that through crayon, markers, paint, ink. It has truly been valuable knowing you. And uh, as you and Sandy continue to talk about art, um, we're going to go over to the Doran Park Cafe in Yard Hill uh, over in Baronsdale. Vion, you are arriving at the Doran Park Cafe. Uh, you were invited here for brunch by your sister, Amira Banerjee, played by Tira Sirkar. Um, and uh, when you enter, you see her uh, sitting in a booth on the far side of the room. She waves at you and uh, I head over. I will add that uh, Vion is looking more tired than usual. Um, like, just, like, intense, like, bags under his eyes as he kind of, like, strolls over. Uh, hey, sis. Sorry, hey. Wait, I'm doing the voice. You know me. We're related. Hey. You can do the voice if you want. Uh, whatever makes you comfortable. No, that's and, right. and This is on me. What do you want? Coffee, tea, espresso? All three mixed in one mug, whatever you want. Uh, an English red eye. I don't even know what that would be. Uh, no, I'll get a. Uh, I'll, and I turn to like the. I, I really quick. This is important, but what is the like uh, coffee setup at this particular cafe like? Does it look like it's like a casual or like they like do they take it seriously? No, it's casual. Uh, okay. In that case, I'll grab a cappuccino. Okay, and uh, she, you know, calls the waiter over and orders you your cappuccino. She sits down and says, okay, so I asked you here today because there is something I thought you should know. Um, okay, uh, and I pull out like a notepad and paper and, and a pen. Oh, I, I don't think you're going to, no. Um, see, while you were traveling through time, uh, which uh -huh. is still incredibly weird to say out loud, I occasionally came by your apartment to check on things okay anyway one day while i was there i ran into someone else who was coming to check in on you too mm -hmm. we got to talking then we went out for coffee and then drinks and now well we're, we're kind of maybe sort of a little dating um he, he was supposed to meet us but uh, oh there he is and she points to the door and uh, you turn to the door to see uh, Pete Alameda, uh, played by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, walking in. And uh, he kind of waves and he's sort of like, hey, Vion. I look between the two of them just completely aghast. Hold on, let me get this. I'm sorry. Um, and I, st I stand up. Pete, it is so good to see you. And I give like Pete just like a heavy hug. 
And, and he's just like, yeah, man, it's been way too long. Yeah, it has. For me, it's been very strange because like I'm, I'm time for me is starting to slip out of meaning. Hey, real quick. Uh, listen, between and I kind of like shield uh, Pete's view from of my sister between us um, real quick. Uh, what, what is the purpose of you being here? Um, and, and, and like he, he sort of kind of tries to look to the left and the right and he can't quite see. And he's like, yeah, yeah. well, um, uh-huh. you know, we, we wanted to talk to you and, you know, um, tell you. You and whom exactly? Maybe, um, me and Amira. Yeah. Uh, uh, and how to, and, and you two know each other in what manner? Um, uh, I, um, we, um, I turned back around. I knew you were lying to me. I knew you were lying to me. There's absolutely no way. There's absolutely and, no way. You two are dating? And I like, and, and, it's like, and then Pete's just like, oh, you told him. Okay. Poof. Oh, oh, so oh, you wow. weren't, so you weren't lying. So this is, so this is happening. Yeah. I, I, I hope that's okay. Um, first of all, not my jurisdiction. And I give Pete like another hug, uh, like a deep hug. And I turn to my sister and go, I have never known you to have good taste. I have never known you to have good taste. And I am so, and I grab her hands and just hold them. I am so happy to be surprised in this moment. And she's like, first of all, I resent that first part. But it's true. Right. But you know it's true. And, yeah, exactly. There yeah, we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and thanks, bro. And, and, and she gives you a heavy hug. Uh, Vion starts, like, goes to say something. And then pauses and very gratefully accepts the coffee that's then served and he takes a sip and just kind of looks between the two of them and says you know it's just it's been on my mind lately i guess um and pete since you're sort of in a way family now i don't mean to accelerate or put any pressure on both of you but i'm just uh dropping the voice for you as well now pete welcome in you're in the circle now uh i've been thinking lately about the invasion and how the city stood up for itself and how we were gone for a portion of time. The sort of defenders of poor Ruby as we're kind of being called right now. And the city stood up and defended itself and life went on. And so this, and I take like her hand in his hand. I know I'm being very dramatic. I'm sorry. I'm not getting a lot of sleep these days, but Life going on is a good thing. And I just like hold both of their hands very intensely. This is very good. And I'm very happy for both of you. And, and, and he's just like, that means so much to me. And life's going to go on for all of us together now. And, uh, and he, and he kind of looks in the mirror and he smiles and he looks at you and he says, so you read any good books lately? Have I read uh, any good books? Vion thinks about all the books, <laughs> all the books that I have been reading recently, and just for the sake of us, like flashes of just like cauldrons and like skeletons and just like blood magic are like going through my mind. I'm just like, uh, so many. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he he starts going into uh, a big long. Uh, Jag asking you about books you were reading and pitching stuff that uh, he's he's into these days. And uh, while while y'all talk about that, um, we're gonna zip over to let's say the Tanner Street Community Center. Um, Benny, 
Hello. Let's say you're spending the morning meditating in your drained pool. Um, what's that like? What do you do there these days? Um, kind of after everything being so chaotic and wild for so long, um, going back to kind of the the pool back to basics kind of has been has been her thing. She goes uh, pretty regularly. Um, and there was so much time, like through time traveling and stuff. And then with coming back and having to do, you know, intergalactic battle or whatever, uh, was the only time she was burning, um, was for violence <laughs> or combat or something was very dire and very stressful. And she's worked really, really long and hard to not associate burning with fear. Um, and so she kind of takes time now to go to uh, the pool uh, and the empty pool and be surrounded by uh, the pretty vegetation, the green, like the light filtering through and being green and kind of fresh. And then just sitting on the scorched tiles at the bottom of the pool and just being Love. I think she brought. I think she's brought out like a like a Bluetooth speaker now at this point because it's not like quite so like dire to be meditating. Now it's just yeah, probably just like listening listening to some some music, whatever. Maybe just like finding a local radio station, supporting some like young young radio station that that like gets some like that does like local musicians and stuff like that. And so she's just yeah, she's just hanging out, laying probably flat on her back in magma form, listening to music. All right. Um, yeah, that sounds perfect. And uh, over at um, Cadrax's apartment in Baronsdale, Cadrax. Yes. Um, you have not felt the hum or heard the song of the choir beyond since Vion pulled that sonic bullet out of you. And uh, right now, Abigail is at work, uh, but uh, Keith Sutton, uh, played by Elliot Page, uh, has dropped in uh, to check on you. And you've, let's say you've kind of been updating him a little on what's going on. And uh, so he's just sort of listening and kind of, so you can't hear the choir at all anymore? Uh, no, it appears that is not, uh, what do they call it? A thing. Huh. What do you I, think that means? I think there is... I think there is a fairly straightforward inference, albeit one that I did not expect when the time between my resurrections grew ever shorter. I thought it was... Perhaps it is hubris. I thought it was building towards something, not a candle wick growing ever shorter and burning out. Oh, wow. So you think like the choir, they knew this was coming? They are beyond many things, beyond mortality, yes, but beyond space and time, I'm sure. Their ways are mysterious and I do not know, Dr. Sutton. I don't know what all of this was for. How are you doing?
and yourself? Well, myself is a little concerned for you. And I want to be clear that I don't know what I can do, but whatever it is, I am here for you 100%, pick up a phone, I come running. We, we're family. That is an accurate assessment, but you need not fear. Although I do not appear to have the capacity for resurrection, that does not change the nature of my oath. Just as I was sworn to protect before I was an Eversinger, so am I now. And I do not believe that any of this is a sign of the choir's disfavor. I I don't think I did anything wrong. So I do not believe this is a punishment. This is merely what has to be. If the choir judged anything that you did wrong as worthy of this, if this is something they did to you, then to hell with the choir. You can't say that. I suppose yeah, you can. Let, 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 let them come here and try and stop me. And then, and then dog is rough and, uh, and, and, and he's, and, 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 and Ellie, uh, uh, sorry, and uh, Sutton's like, um, uh, yeah, see? Dog agrees. I do not know how it works with the human deities or ancestors, but I would strongly urge you, as, as you come to learn more about your people from your other planet, that we do not respond well to being tested. Well, my oath is to support you, and I'm going to uphold that oath, too. Um, would you consent to have limbs wrapped around you? I demand it. I hug Dr. Keith Sutton. And uh, on, on that image, uh, we go back to uh, Ula's over at Beyond and Ula's apartment. Um, you and Sandy are just about done hanging that picture uh, when you get a signal from your internal system. You have cracked the password on the hard drive that you took from Jonathan Fripp's office and now have complete access. What do you want to do? Oh, oh, Sandy, we must pause, 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 please. We are considering. Huh, we need to sit down. Um, uh, all is well, fear, fear zero percent. But, uh, we have cracked the code, that hard drive. And, uh, Ulez will, like, kind of frantically point at well, the hard drive. I, I don't want to get in the way of detective stuff. Uh, my work is done here. You do what you got to do. I'm going to go. Oh, 
Okay, oh, we thank you. We, we thank you. I thank you very, very graciously. We have he, never truly possessed a form of art to, to put on a wall that has been captured in the frames that you humans use. There it is wonderful. Well, get used to it because I think a lot of the stuff you do is going to be um, display worthy. And uh, he heads off uh, leading you with the hard drive. What do you want to I, do? Look through the files. What are the file names? What 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 do we got in there? Is it contacts? Is it saved emails? Is it illicit photos? Is it bank passwords? Uh, okay. Sadly, no illicit photos. Um, Darn! Uh, oh, the frip. Um. So, uh, you spend some time. You know, which for you is pretty quick because you can interface directly with this thing. Uh going through the, everything on the hard drive. And it contains business records of several companies owned by Fripp. Uh, those okay. companies are called uh, Oakgate Solutions, Motion okay. Medical Supplies, and Pixel Fine Electronics. Okay. And there is nothing particularly interesting about the records as far as you can tell. It's just like kind of ordinary business accounting stuff. Okay, and if I cross-reference the name, those specific business names with anything that's available on the regular internet, can I confirm that they're real? Um, you find references to all of these businesses. They, mm -hmm. you know, Fripp owns a lot of businesses. These are small ones compared to most of the stuff in his empire. But... Hmm. Those are the three that were on the drive that he was working with at his office. Okay. I mean... And while you were looking at those, everybody gets a text message from Department of Investigation Captain Leon Neal, played oh. by Cal Penn, uh, who says, supervillain robbing an armored car at Watch Street and 5th in Yard Hill. Forgive me, Dr. Sutton, for it appears another criminal is attempting to fail to rob a bank. This time the bank is in a car. Go superhero, but be careful. You as well. Everybody heads out? Yeah. Tell I, I turn, before I jump out the window, I turn around. Be the excellent dog that you are. Oh, now I'm out. I mean, yeah. if that's the case, I probably should flip the record over for Lori and then go. It's not a bad idea. Mm. Beside, Lori, this point just like kind of dancing. When when the tracks are all complete, you lay down enough, okay? We have a a. We gotta go to Yard Hill. We will see you, Lori. And, uh, yeah, you, um, okay, so Kadrax, you're flying over. Um, how is everybody else traveling? How far am I? You are in, uh, hey, Jake, can we have the Baronsdale map? Um, you are in, uh, Warehouse City. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Yard Hill is, uh, you know, a good ways west, probably mm, 20 minutes or so. Oh, geez. Uh, like Kadrax. Yeah, I was, was going to say, in your ear, you hear. Uh, by the way, Benny, you have flight. <laughs> okay, I do that. 
All right. So we have not talked about what the range on that power is, Vion, but for narrative convenience, we will say that you are able to send Benny the power of flight. Yeah. Uh, so she can make her way over from Warehouse City, which you see uh, just above the word Baronsdale, uh, over to Yard Hill, which uh, is kind of right there on the middle uh, in the west. So, uh, Vion, you also flying over? Yeah, I'll, uh, I think I'll do that. So I'll excuse Liz. myself and just like when I get that message. Teleporting. Okay, so uh, Watt Street and Fifth is a major intersection, heavy traffic, lots of businesses. And uh, I'm going to say, Ulez, you pop onto the scene first, but it doesn't take the rest of you to arrive, um, much longer to arrive. Uh, And as as you get uh, there uh, to that intersection that Leon Neal specified, uh, you immediately see what you're looking for. There is an armored car flipped over in the middle of the street. It is blocking traffic. Crowd has gathered everywhere to stare because, you know, this is quite a sight. Uh, And um, the whole armored car looks like it is being kind of strangled by like thick vines. You can see, I mean, uh, I'm not going to make a roll for investigation because it's plain sight. They are sort of cracking the bulletproof windshield of the armored car, pulling tires uh-huh. off the axles. The chassis is kind of crushing a little bit, you know, like like tin. Did, did In the text, was that the whole thing? There wasn't like, what is this car transporting? Is it like a bank thing? Is it like a... Nope, that's all that's okay. all he told you. Well, I don't what if there's like hazardous materials in there? I don't want to get close then. Uh give me investigation roll, everybody. Okay. Would you oh, suffer a ping in substitute? Uh absolutely. Thank you. Big investigation uh, check for Benny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proud. Need to do two hands. <laughs> uh, okay, take one second here. Okay, um, Benny, what was your what was your investigation? Ooh, Ulez, uh, fifteen. Beyond twelve. Kadrax, how'd the ping roll go? Oh right, it was a ping roll. Um, I was like, oh, this is mid at best. Um, no, fifteen. Okay. There you go. So. Benny, you can see, I mean, Benny Villanueles, you know, looking over the truck, you can quickly see that it has the name New Connection Bank on the side of it. Uh, You know that bank, you've been there recently, and uh, Mm -hmm. probably suggesting that this is a bank's armored car, there's probably no hazardous materials in it. Uh, Cadrax, you pick up two people in the front seat of the van, probably the drivers, and one person in the back. Hmm. Uh... Do y'all mind if I go check out what's going on in there? Uh, uh, oh, yes, please. We will try to route the humans who are trafficking together in clumps. They must be directed without proper control. They just kind of... Uh, yes, please go. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to phase and then just kind of like wander over to the armored vehicle and kind of just like uh, sort of alley, like casually just alley myself through the vines, uh, through the glass into the van itself. Well, okay. You alley yourself through the glass and you just find yourself in the front seat of the van. Okay. Um, there are two 
looks like officers who go with the armored car. You know, they're wearing kind of those rent-a-cop outfits. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are both unconscious. It looks like when the van flipped, they both kind of hit their heads. Uh, I'll say you are able to tell both of them are alive. Um, okay, that's good to know. But you are not able to phase your way into the back of the van, which is definitely a lot more solid than aluminum. Okay. Uh, I touched my earpiece. All right. I can't uh, get a direct view. I can ESP my way in there, but uh, if anyone else wants to do anything. I actually have an idea, kind of. Yeah. Not to get in, but um, there's all, you said this is like totally obstructing traffic. Mm. And people are like, ga- people are gathering. I don't know what's about to happen, and I don't want, I want them people to have easy egress out. Um, can I grow to level six? Um, and I want to put the car somewhere else. <laughs> Okay, um, so it's like out to of level the... six for you is twelve stories tall. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just uh, like the... put, put, I just want to get it out of the way so that people can keep moving through because I'm concerned about what's about to happen here. Like get it off the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main you said it's big, I don't know if there's any. Is there a parking lot nearby or like a mm-hmm. like a uh, just like open parking, even just like a big green space, something like that? All right, first, what is your strength at level six? Is it the same, um, same age? At level six, I get, oh, I get, what do I get? Tall. You get tall, Benny. Oh, it's higher. It's higher, the higher of my growth level or my actual strength. So I would just keep, my actual strength uh, so plus one. Eight. Actual strength right. plus one. So it would be nine. Okay, so on, on, on the benchmark chart, a tank or a bus, a tank is probably pretty close to an armored car, is uh, level seven. So give oh, me okay. a strength roll okay. against <laughs> that. All right. Um, <laughs> let me double check, make sure that I have my uh, greater of your growth level or your normal strength plus one. Yes, okay. I just want to make sure that was correct. Um, that's not great. That's a 12. Uh, you try to pick up the armored car, but it is just a little too heavy. Uh, you cannot quite move it uh, in that form. Um, like you're able to kind of slide it a little bit along the ground, but you can't really pick it up so you can move it. But while you are sliding it, essentially trying to pick it up and kind of just, you know, just failing, uh, the rear doors just burst open and a figure emerges being carried by the vines themselves is Veronica Murillo, uh, played by Olivia Rodrigo. No, Um, I didn't want to believe it when you first said vines. I'm like, there's no way. I'm not even going to ask Rick. And then you throw this in my face? It's fine. Carry on. She is surrounded by vines that are all carrying sacks of money taken from the back of the truck. And as she emerges, she immediately sees you all, especially Benny, who's 12 stories tall. And she stops and kind of cocks her head as if waiting to see what you're going to do. Veronica? Why, Why have you acted this way? And she doesn't say anything. I hit my earpiece. What's going on out there? Ah, it seems that the assailant is my intern detective. Uh, okay. That's a new one. Uh, Is it possible she is subject to some form of manipulation that could be dispelled? Somewhere a dog barks. 
Veronica, do you recognize us? And as you say that, the concrete beneath you breaks open. Uh, Benny, Cadrax, Ulez, uh, or sorry, Magnova, Eversinger, Sunflower, give me a coordination roll. Eleven. 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 We match. Nine. Uh, Nine. Okay. Um, all three of you are sort of caught by these vines. Now, Eversinger and Sunflower, they are sort of just around the bottoms of your legs. It looks like whatever the concrete burst through there, where it burst through the concrete, it's maybe a little bit thicker dirt or pavement or whatever, so it didn't quite get as good a grip on you. Um, uh, Benny, they sort of start wrapping around and climbing up your torso. It's like they burn, but they quickly kind of just re keep regrowing because that is what Veronica does, as we've seen. She can sort of just create flowers and, and plant life where there are none. And it, it sort of gets um, what I'm going to call a partial hold on you. Get my partial hold rules out. Do, 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 do. Uh, with a partial hold, you have uh, plus one four. Yeah, the target can perform actions, but at plus two difficulty and can't move away. So you can do stuff, but plus two difficulty. Um, so while the three of you are caught, Veronica uses the vines. She picks up the armored car behind her. Vion, you feel the whole thing shake and see it lift off the ground, and she hurls it at Benny with the vines. Um, Benny, give me a coordination roll at. Uh, with well, the I'll, I'll add the plus. Yeah, you, yeah, plus you, you have the plus yeah. two, not me, uh, or not me having a minus two. Um, question: Would this be a defense? A defense. Well, yeah, it depends on how you want to handle it, really. Coordination, assuming if you're trying to duck out of the way, but if you're trying to, like, uh, you know, you can try and punch it out of the air with prowess, you can certainly see it coming. It's not a surprise. Okay, okay, because I think then I would use prowess, because I think if I was supposed to duck, I think I have I think I have a minus to my rolls when I'm big. Okay. Like, I, if it's, because it's it's defense, to defense and hiding, I have a minus when I'm, when I'm big. But if I'm okay. trying to, like, hit it, I feel like that wouldn't account. Can I, so can I do that? Um... Well, this is like defensive fighting, right? Because you're mm -hmm. being attacked. So yeah. it's like, so I, I was like, like, I think it's like, like I can physically use myself, but if I was actually, if I was trying to like dodge it, that would be where I would take a penalty. In the earpiece, oh. as we start to launch, I do yell out, hey, just a quick reminder, we've got two people in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, okay, that's right. Okay. Uh, can I try to catch it? Yeah, you can. That's coordination. Yeah. I forgot there are people inside. I, th I don't know why I thought you, I mean, you can dodge vehicle. if you want. We'll just go for no, a little bit. No, I don't. Right. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to dodge. Oh, that was so bad. I'm gonna get hit by this. Uh, sorry, everybody inside. That's a six. That is a six. So Benny, it just goes flying right into, let's say, you know, your stomach yeah. and just hits you because you're so big. It just goes straight up. Uh, it, it hits you uh, for. Thank you. 
six damage, but that's all absorbed by your aura. So you know she tries you to feel like the catch oof. it. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, when you like just... miss something, catch it. And it like so it like goes through like through where she's trying to catch it and hits her. And you hear like a giant like wheeze. Like <laughs> yes, it, it definitely hits you and kind of knocks the wind out of you, but you're not you're not hurt by it. Um, and then it, it falls to the ground and you just like crash. Everybody roll uh, initiative. Wait, as we're falling, hold on. Uh, is there a way that I can get a round of teleporting these two out of there? Um, you can use your turn for it. We are in combat. Uh, but, but, but the thing is, if we hit the, uh, the ground, those people are wrecked. If this hit uh, Benny in the stomach and the van is falling down, I like to teleport them out. I'm fine to stay in the van. I'm already dead. But I will only do so much. <laughs> I will tell you what, Vion, if you want to spend a point of community determination, I'll say you can make a determined effort to be to, to teleport them out, to draw your rune and t- teleport two people out of there while it is hurling through the air, hitting Benny and falling to the ground. Yeah, is that okay with everybody? Of course, yes. Okay, yes, great. please. You got it. Vion, bamf. Oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah, the spending the, the determination perfect. gets it done. Perfect. That'll be the three of us. We just as it crashes, we just like teleport just out and like tumble away. So the car, the empty car, now falls yeah. to the ground and just like smashes on the pavement as you just narrowly get out of there. Uh, now everybody roll initiative. Great. Uh, Benny, you got seven. I got eight. Wait, what? Wait, do I, do I subtract two? Does initiative count as a task that I'm, that makes more difficult? No, no. Okay. Dion got eight. Uh, Ula's got nine. You got it. And Cadrax? I have an adequate number of fun- functional limbs, uh, to display the number 14. Ooh. <laughs> So that means Kadrax, you go first, then Veronica, then Ulez, then Vion, then Benny. So Kadrax, Veronica, still having not said anything, is kind of, you know, about 10 feet off the ground, the vines kind of carrying her in, in the air. Uh, also, you know, sort of, you know, they're all carrying sacks of money, you know, it's like, like Doc Ox arms kind of just each kind of wrapped around and kind of hovering behind her. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, so when plants are stressed, they make sound, in fact, significantly more often than unstressed plants. Uh, they'll make it, uh, dozen, couple dozen times per hour compared to like once per hour, they might make a little peep in controls. Um, I would like uh, to issue stressed plant noises, uh, thereby uh, to stress the vines. This mechanically is a maneuver. Like like putting interference like through her power kind I of. I want to put the fear of plant in them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Uh, Cadrax, give me uh, what? Uh, give me what is that? That is a complex it's task complex. roll, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, fourteen. Fourteen. So that is a moderate success. 
which I believe with a maneuver. I think that gets us no free activates, but it uh, it establishes the quality. quality. Yeah, okay. That is my recollection. That a major success gives you one free, and a, a massive gives you two. Yesterday. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, we're gonna go with that. Uh, that sounds we... right. It's funny because he just made it Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you have created the quality of stressed vines, and uh, as that happens, you can sort of see the vine she's standing on sort of don't suddenly seem as solid anymore, and, and she's kind of her balance seems to be upset by it. Um, that brings up Veronica, uh, and, uh, she, do, 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 what does Veronica do? She shoots a, like a vine, kind of, you know, one of the thicker vines, like sort of throws a punch at Ulez. Ulez, how do you want to mm-hmm. deal with this? Probably try to like roll or tumble out of the way. That's Fall coordination. Out of the way. Okay. Ooh, how's a nine? Uh, okay. The vine hits you, um, but just barely. So you only lose two stamina. You have Is armor. that uh, against my armor? Uh oh, you are. I have correct. a plus. You have damage resistance four. Uh, you four, are correct. Four, yes. So you are okay. So the it, it glances off your armor as you just kind of tumble beneath it and, and roll away. That brings up you, Ulez. Uh, how far away is Veronica from me? Like, I feel like I, I, it sounds like there's some distance. Um, yeah, maybe like 30 feet or so. It's a, you're, you're, you're sort of a little bit away from her, but she's also up in the air. So it's like, you know, 30 feet at an angle. Uh, is it just me or the role-playing games wish you paid so much more attention in mathematics, like all kinds of geometry right, and all this stuff to suddenly, suddenly I see the use for them. Why didn't they tell me I was going to need this? <laughs> they had told me in high school, I would need this shit for role-playing games. I would have been all about showing up to math class. Um, oh my goodness. That would be a great way to teach it. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to teleport to Veronica. I, there has to be another branch, a uh, branch, vine or something that I could try to balance myself on. If I could balance on top of a bridge on like the suspension part, I'm sure I'm fine on top of some rickety vines. Give me a teleportation roll, uh, Odai, of course, apply. Ooh, that is good. That's a three and a six on teleport, which makes it an 11. An 11. Um, okay, yeah, so, Banff, you appear up on one of the thicker vines that's right near where Veronica is standing. Now, of course, Cadrax has created uh, the uh, condition, uh, the quality of uh, unstable vines, so mm-hmm. you are kind of, like, forced to concentrate to hold your balance, but you are near her now. I'm a little bit lighter than humans because I'm made of plastic, but I'm wearing like some plasia and I've got some flowers on me, uh, wires, but also not a lot of heavy organic materials, but I'll take it. I'm wobbling. What do you want to do up there? Anything? Veronica, please. You cannot continue. This does not benefit you or the city that you reside in. And and she sort of spins to you. Um, Ulis, give me... 
I tell you what, this is an awareness thing. So your awareness okay. is seven. You got it. Uh, yeah. As soon as she turns to you, you know, you quickly, you know, clock the fact that it's like Veronica is usually she's very expressive and kind of fun and, and, and you know, has a lot of character in her face, you know, like like our own Caitlin Bruder here. Um, but uh, right now she is about as stone faced as you have ever seen anybody except for the people who were literally turned to stone, but mm, mm-hmm. except for them. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, she is just, you know, just totally dead eyed kind of looks at you, says nothing. Uh, and then with my communicator to her allies, Veronica, is there something wrong with them? Their face is not the same, and they would never do this. And that's the end of my turn. That brings up Beyond. Yep. Spirit of Justice. Um, Spirit I of Justice. Thank you. Am checking on the two individuals that teleported out just to make sure like they're okay. And as I hear that, I look up and kind of brush myself off and walk forward as like my costume begins to like appear, um, if that's a bonus action. And uh, yeah. then of cool applies. <laughs> um, reading you loud and clear, Ulez. And I look up and I'm going to cast a rune in front of me and send it up to Veronica. And that's going to be Mind Shield. Oh, uh, okay. So first, give me a roll. Uh, big magic, medium magic, little magic. Uh, this is big magic because uh, this big is using magic. resistance. And so I want her to have the highest level of resistance possible against um, mind control. Okay. So give me um, your highest level for you possible, seven. So you're rolling it at seven? Yeah. Okay, let me know what you get. These were birthday dice uh, last year from our good friend uh, Dale Kingsmill. Uh, that is uh, going to be as high as I can go. That's going to be a 14 to turn on. Uh, well, first of all, I'm telling Dale that you called her a dear friend. Uh, second of, the of all... show. <laughs> Not of me. Um, and... Nope, can't Nope, can't take it back now. Um, it, so you got it on. That works. Great. Um, just narrowly, but it works. And uh, you now have, uh, uh, let's see, so that works the way resistance works. And uh, resistance provides the protection of a particular type or effect. Subtract your resistance level from the level of any such effect being used on you or in this place on this person. Uh, and so you're, you are putting that on Veronica. Yeah. Okay. As you hit her with your uh, level seven mm-hmm. mental shield, yeah, Ulez, you see her grab her head. She's like, "Ah, voices, voice. Ah, I, I can't, I can't think." Ah, ah. Okay, uh, beyond, beyond. This is good. I think you are doing uh, good. Thank you. That brings up Benny Beckett. Okay, sorry. Uh, Sorry, Magnova. Where did this van? So I'm. It landed. Hit me. It landed my feet. Where? Where is this located? 
Are there still like uh, people around? Have people started running at all? Or are they still just trying to like rubberneck at this? Well, anybody who's lived in a city like New York or Los Angeles knows that there's a certain number of people who probably ran away for their own safety. And then there are a certain number of people who came to watch because it is not safe. Yeah, so uh, there's still kind of a crowd. Is this yeah, like impeding people like people and, like this truck? Is this truck impeding people's ability to get out of here? Or is it out exactly. of the way now? It is still kind of in the road. It is not dead in the center of the road. Some cars are trying to get around it, but traffic is backed up pretty far now. And a lot of people are just watching. So some of the cars even aren't even trying to move. <laughs> okay. Um, Benny's going to like kind of crouch down. I'm like wrapped up in vines right now. And she's going to like turn to the cars that are like trying to pass her where this truck is. And she's going to be like, go home. Um, and then I'm going to grow to level nine and try to pick up this car. And so part of my fluid form is I act like an actual like fluid. Um, and I am able to flow through cracks in other small spaces, which I would assume would be the spaces between these vines. I could maybe get past them. That's my pitch. <laughs> I can just, oh, if she's not, especially if she's not concentrating, if I can blur her on past him and just pick, I just want to get this car out of this truck out of the way so people can keep moving. I buy that. Um, so you start yelling, uh, you know, people get out of the way, get out of the way. Go home. No, she just says go home. <laughs> and, 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 you know, <laughs> some of the people start backing off and some of them are just like, woo, we love you, Magnova. And, uh, uh, you go into your fluid form. Uh, I mean, I already was. Yeah, already. you don't really have to roll for right. So it's just, no, that's just um, it's just a feature of the magma. Tell you what, give me a coordination roll. Okay. Hey, we're still this... working on opening that second tier, uh, which gets the team a use of uh, the second use of the hypno credentials, which are identical to but legally distinct from Doctor Who's psychic paper. Okay, so. Concept, I'm you're doing coordination to move my lava specifically through these vines. Can I mm. use my power specialty? Because it's an attribute roll that is using yes, my magma. That sounds yeah. like the exact kind of thing Woo. it's for. Yeah. I We've stretched it. it now and again, but that actually sounds pretty on point to me. Excellent. excellent. Well, stretching's in her power set, so it's all not part of the yeah. Okay. okay, that is a that's an eleven. You are easily able to just kind of ooze through the rest of those vines, uh, you know. And as she I mean, kind of does that, she'll grow to the to the high to pick up the truck and get it out of here. Um, give me a strength roll to pick up okay. the truck. All right. If that's higher of the two, that's a fourteen. Okay, this is like one of those kind of Superman moments where it's like. It is not easy for you by any means. Like it is one of these yeah, like nine just, level nine. It's 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 a, it's, it's, it's weight is level I thought seven. I you said it was level and, seven. Ah, yeah, that's it's okay. weight is level seven. But then okay. it, that seven I add to what I roll. I so rolled really like, bad, so it's fine. Um, so yeah, you are picking it up, and as you are doing that, it's like the longer you hold it, the the, the heat from your magma kind of starts, you know, melting it and crunching it a little bit. It gets a little bit easier to kind of get a grasp on, as you, on sort it, of, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you are able to move it out of the way. We'll say that there is a, a nearby parking lot. Great. And uh, that Sorry. brings <laughs> up um, Eversinger. Uh. All right. Well, 
understanding that there appears to be some form of control at play, I'd like to see if perhaps by gently dis um a disrupting the organic receiver upon which this works, we might be able to break the connection. Her head? That's a very crude way of saying an absolutely true thing, Rick. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what are you You're kind of trying to do what? It's it's not the first time I've done just a little bit of, of, of shaky. Brain jelly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think um, the emphasis here would be um, I would rather fail than injure. So I, it's probably the more underpowered side um, of, of Catrax. Uh, Ulas would be extremely cross with me. Okay. Give me a complex task roll. This is very difficult. I'm going to set a high threshold on this. Yes. Um... Oh, all right. Uh, that's a 19. I didn't set that high a threshold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Cadrax, uh, you... Yeah, you, you sort of very gently kind of... You know, let's say, use, use your sonic resonance to disrupt kind of the neural flow a little bit inside of her brain. Uh, and uh, as you do, uh, she she looks up to Ulez. She says, "Knock, knock, knock me out! Knock me out!" Uh, okay. Uh, it's not my turn. It is actually Unless Veronica's turn. Um, yeah. And, uh, give me a second here for Veronica. Uh -huh. sheet. It is. Okay, because of what Vion has done and what Kadrax has done, Veronica kind of, she holds a hand out as if she's about to do something, but then, you know, kind of shakes and, and she kind of pulls it back and she just looks up at you again and you can see like tears streaming down her face, but she otherwise does not attack. So it's my turn. It is your turn, Ulez. Uh, okay. Sunflower. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> they're going to first, like, while maintaining, like, that, that eye contact with Veronica as long as possible, please, I accept my apologies, and I would like to headbutt her. Give me a prowess roll. <laughs> yes. I gotta do one prowess a season, you know? Oh, I like that. <laughs> Seven. Uh. I will add... A point of determination, because let's be real, only humans headbutt. Headbutting is a terrible idea. You both yes. get hurt. I would uh, also posit that she's asking for this and not resisting, if that might maybe would help. Well, what I will say is, is that with the point of determination, assuming, uh, yeah, you're using part human, uh, you, you are going to connect. Veronica, most of her uh, form formidability comes from her use of her powers, she is not that much of a physical presence. She's kind of tiny. And uh, you headbutt her. Uh, so you, with the point of determination, you, I'm sorry, what did you say you rolled? 
Seven plus two is nine. Nine. So that is that is <laughs> no. It, it, he it wants is, it is, to get to Earth enough. I, 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 really, I want, want to be able to do this. Um, okay, so you've got you've got it's, it, she's been set up. She's been set up by Cadrex and and Beyond. They both set up so that we can resist right now. Yeah, She's not it's, trying it's, to resist at all. Her she plants are stressed, you know. Uh-huh. It's a major success. You definitely take some points off of her, uh, but she is not knocked out yet. Oh no! Uh, which I'm brings really up Vion. Knock her out. I'm sorry. It's like the most. You must hit her in the head. Uh, and you hear you are hearing a frantic, very un a little on Ula. It's a little more human. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear that, and I hear the. I'm he- what I'm hearing is the note, and I kind of like nod and uh, warm up my um, casting hands. And I've only done this on myself, so casting this on someone else is going to be really interesting. And while I've got the mind shield up, I'm going to cast astral projection on her. I'm, I want to knock her out of her body. Uh, Separate her mind from her body. Wow. Hello, we have reached the weekly uh, Omar's brain is galaxy. <laughs> we went to space. His brain is space. <laughs> uh, this is coming from Sam. Uh, let me uh, scream like the plants, the most metal move I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> love over here. <laughs> But they also say nice things. Apparently, it's kind of a clicky noise. Most things are kind of a clicky noise once mm. you modulate the frequency. That's just a... a really zoom in. Aud- yeah. Well, yeah. Sounds are about audibly. onset, sustain, and decay. So. Okay, Fion. Yep. Medium magic, little magic. Uh, medium magic. Uh, maximum medium magic? No, so I mean, this five just or? turns on, so I want it to work. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so I'm like just going to cast it at... T- yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a 13 to turn on. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. All right, that turns it on. Um, okay, what would happen if you project... If you cast astral projection on her in this situation? Let me think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I, you know, okay, I'm going to say um, that you hit her with the spell mm-hmm. and as that happens you can sort of see uh you know the sort of you know how astral projection looks uh, you know the, the the spirity kind of translucent version of her pulling out of her body mm-hmm. uh and and as soon as it pulls like fully out of her body her body just kind of falls unconscious and oh, drops crap. you know say like the 10 feet to the ground it hits the ground and as it hits the ground the spirit form also falls unconscious and then falls back down, landing in the body, and they are knocked out. Okay, well, it's not exactly what I meant to do. Um, uh, and I, like, run over to check on her because she just fell 10 feet. Uh-huh, me too. Um, she looks a little banged up. Yeah. She is, of course, knocked out. Um, 
breathing. You can see if you need if you want to if you want to get more information than that, uh, you probably. You I'll, need, yell to, yeah. I'll, I'll yell to I'll yell to Doc, can we check for a concussion? How do I do that? How do I do that? I, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean for her to fall. And uh, I'm going to start preparing like a like a healing spell. Uh, be mindful of healing. We do not want her to return to consciousness. Not with the, the the spike in her brain that has occurred. Whatever, whatever, like c- crowd stuff is happening right now. I would like to have come back to the group and place my giant self in between my friends and uh, people with cameras and onlookers. Yeah, uh, you are you are uh, functioning as a giant privacy screen. Wait, uh, can we heal her? And I'll just um, I'll, I'll push her astral projection self out again, so we can have a conversation. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'll heal her body now, because I I believe we can keep the two separated for now. You gotta keep them separated. Ulas, <laughs> give me. Oh my God! Wow, Sam, good job. Uh, okay, Ulas, give me a healing roll. Again. <laughs> uh i think that just comes out of healing so that's just a 10 uh so you give her five points of stamina back uh you can see you know a couple of bruises she got in the fall cut kind of heal up very quickly and uh um she still appears to be unconscious though okay Hmm. We should perhaps return to uh, oh god, Golden Gate, Golden, Golden Gardens. Gardens, Golden Gardens. The Golden Gate is like one of the bridges you have, right? Yes. Yeah, it's one of the matter. bridges we have. Yeah, <laughs> one of the bridges, the best bridge we got. Um, I Bay Bridge wants a word. <laughs> All right, Bay Bridge. Bay Bridge wow. just wants to talk. Bay Bridge, Brooklyn wow. Bridge. What if I done once? The Brooklyn okay. Bridge okay. is very Brooklyn good. Stone Arch Bridge. Oh my god! Walk around. <laughs> the Stone right. Arch Bridge. We will, we will settle this on the break. Um, um, so, <laughs> so she's out. Yeah, she's out mm-hmm. cold. As far can as you I, can tell, yeah. Can I try casting now with little magic something? Yeah. What do you want to do? I want to. It's the last season. I'm burning through the book. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to cast Dream Control. Uh, yes, please. You can implant Little. the image, uh, an image into a dreaming person's mind. I vaguely recall I this in sure some sort of uh, episode two or three shaped object. Okay. Way back in the day. <laughs> little magic. Uh, this level? is little magic because I'm using, I'm keeping track of this finally. Little um, magic at what level? Uh, I'll, since this is to turn on, I'll do again at one. Okay. Oh, you'll get this. <laughs> I just rolled the one. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be an 11 to turn on. Uh, yeah, you, you have, you have turned it on quite a bit. And, uh, I am going to cast the image of the four of us kind of just like welcoming calmly, like, Come back to us, come back to us, come back to us. Okay, you are pumping that image into her brain. There does not seem to be any response as far as you can tell right now. Uh, she is still firmly unconscious. 
Damn. Okay. May we take her back to the detective agency? Somewhere safe, secure. That or Golden... Oh my god. Golden Garden Community. Perhaps the detective agency is a good place. It is reasonable to infer that whatever happened to her likely happened at or near Golden Garden, since that is her place of residence. We could at least send, send a text or something and maybe they could give us some information. Yeah, that's a good they point, might have, They might have seen something, or something might oh, have happened yes. other than just this? We are in a group chat with many of them. Uh, I think we have mentioned that we are improving our emoji conversations. We will send a text. Right, okay. yes, you sent me the palm tree the other week. Yes, very informative. Ulez, you send a text into your Golden Gardens group chat. Uh, what does it say? Hmm. Um, we have Veronica with us. She's not well. What's up? <laughs> and you send the message. And usually, you know, there are 35 people living at Golden Gardens, essentially. Usually you get an instantaneous response. This time, it's just silence, not a peep. Uh, not to alarm my allies, but... No one is responding, not even with a gif. Uh, they are common responses for conversations you don't truly want to contribute to. And uh, as that happens, uh, your phone starts ringing, Vion. It is Detective Leon Neal. I pick up right away. Hey, any chance you can get to Murdown's racetrack in Elry, Cro- Elry Crossing, say, like, right now? What's happening? We got a report of two supers who fought their way into the money cages and are cleaning it out as we speak. Department of Safety has the place surrounded, but they're afraid to go in because they think it might provoke the thieves. So they asked me if I can ask you to get involved. Um, yeah, we'll hop on that right away. Can you keep me updated, even if you don't need help with it, any other acts of theft that are going around the city, especially with superpowered individuals. I think that they're being controlled. What makes you say that? Uh, uh, confirming it, uh, like, right now. <laughs> okay, I'll keep Yeah, the armored I'll vehicle you know case was an example of that. All right, thank you so much, Ooh. Detective. Yeah, thanks, Vion. Uh, is there any kind of video surveillance at or near Golden Gardens, as we progress to the next location, if anyone went to that place? There is not. Oh, it's so destitute there. I know, but I I always figured we surveil in communities. Ugh, no, I feel like every time we watch TV there, like Vion has to bring like his actual TV over. I feel like it's the laptop. I, it's the laptop on like a box. Uh, all right, let let us proceed then and fight more pediatrics. To be clear, I do uh, cast images. Like I do, I just project it. But you're the projector. Okay, so a couple of quick questions. Um, what are you doing with Veronica? Bringing her with us. Can somebody carry her? Well, yes, obviously, but um. Yeah. Do we have anyone who could keep an eye on her? Because I, I don't want to, like, end up getting her 
either in trouble or hurt more if she's just we don't even have the van right now so and i accidentally she points back at the half melted sort of crushed <laughs> car that she didn't do the that is catching. no longer an adequate device of conveyance i could yeah. get well. an ally and have the ally fly over and uh drop her off at the detective agency uh, i just wanted someone to watch over her like if like a mirror or if we could call Lila Pendry or Abigail is a pediatric involved. surgeon. What if she awakes and she's still full of rage and decides to use that's her powers again? That's what I'm worried about. That's so what I wanted. Perhaps we pair Abigail with someone of strength or ability or nullification cuffs. That was no. exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like <laughs> someone who could yes. get us. So, yeah. I felt the well, world was a good pair idea. Of nullification code. Okay, we have our one pair. Let's do that super yeah, fast. And then that's a good idea. That's drop a great off idea. With Abigail, who is a doctor <laughs> who works with kids. <laughs> okay, we do that. Okay, so all, all of you are going to Abigail together? Is that what's going to. I can buy time at the site. Yeah? Alone? Do you want to take me with you, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I that makes sense. Fast. Let's take some with muscle. Yeah, drop you. Abigail off. Yeah. Do you okay. want to take. Do you want to take Veronica and Ulez, or do you want Ulez to come with us? Um, we would like to be with Veronica. Okay. That makes sense. We'll split that okay. then. Benny and I will Humans just buy lines. time. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, as soon as you are all set to take off and fly, Benny will shrink back down, um, uh, and then we'll kind of, like, turn so that you can hit the back of her. Or you don't, do you need, I don't know if you need touch for ears, I don't remember. No, but if you want, like, a, a tactile sensation. If you I'll don't like need it, high then high five you, it. and then you have it. Well, I can't. I know you can't high five her. That's not the part that's covered. <laughs> <laughs> I can high five. Like, I realize. Then I just don't worry about it, and I point, and like a little like rune floats off my finger. Yeah. Who's going where? Just let me. Humans, aliens to Abigail. Humans to racetracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Kadrax, Ulez, you grab Veronica, who's in uh, the nullification cuffs, and zip off uh, towards um, Serrano Memorial Hospital in uh, uh, Yard Hill. Uh, Vion, Benny, you flying, I, I assume? Yeah. I cast flight. Oh, I already had flight. Five. Oh, you might have gotten rid of it. I was like, you had flight yeah. earlier. Yeah. Uh, and you take to the air. Uh, Jake, real quick, can you give me the Mur Island map? I'm going to assume that that's up there. Um, and uh, uh, the, as you can see, Murr Island, uh, of course, is uh, the, the fourth county of uh, Port Ruby. And uh, um, Ellery Crossing is uh, located uh, all the way to the north there uh, on Murr Island. Um, and uh, that is where you are headed. So you fly over Baronsdale cross Central Bay over Bray Island and Lockley Island and uh, just uh, right towards Ellery Crossing. And uh, we will uh, tell you what you find when you get there after the break. Uh, we will be back in 10 minutes. It looks like we're $50 away uh, from opening up the Mysterious Benefactor gift. So thank you so much, everybody who's donated. And uh, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Hello, we are back uh, from break, and I see while we were gone, y'all opened up the mysterious benefactor gift. Thank you so much. So, team, you now have access to the hypno credentials, which are identical to, but legally distinct from, Doctor Who's psychic paper. Cannot, uh, cannot understate the importance of that second part there. Um, so, uh, yeah, 
uh, hypno credentials. You've got them. And we are, uh, it looks like $95 away from opening up the mysterious benefactor, uh, sorry, the, um, the, the after credits lore drop. So thank you so much, everyone. Um, when we last left uh, Magnova and Eversinger and Sunflower and Spirit of Justice, they had uh, split up and um, Eversinger and uh, Sunflower were headed uh, to Serrano Memorial Hospital to drop Veronica Murillo with Abigail and uh, Spirit of Justice and Magnova were uh, headed uh, towards Mur Downs racetrack on Mur Island. Um, let's pick up with the aliens, um, Sunflower, Eversinger, you down into the lobby of uh, Serrano Memorial. And uh, you, you draw a lot of looks as it's one of those like kind of Superman landings, whoosh down and like a breeze blows through the lobby and everyone turns to see the superheroes. Um, and uh, what do you do? Rush in. I mean, Ulez is going to defer to Cadrax in this place. Yes, based on where we've landed, I would like to go to the nursing station, uh, greet Nurse Wheeler, perhaps. I hope you are doing well. And, and uh, Nurse Wheeler's like, hey, I remember you. How things going out at the Meldon Clinic? They're going very well. I just had the most fascinating surgery last week. A cholecystectomy on someone who was not fully corporeal, but that is not material oh. to our immediate concern. Uh, uh, we're in a rush. Which is that. Uh, I was hoping you could page uh, Dr. Abigail Fripp. We we're hoping oh, yeah, to just, uh, put this patient onto her service. Sure, just give me a minute. And uh, she goes and, uh, you know, picks up the phone and dials some stuff. And, oh, like, a, you know, a minute later, Abigail just comes, like, running down the hallway, like, pushing people out of the way. And is like, you know, it's like, Cadrex, what's the matter? What's the problem? Are you okay? I am. This is huh. a patient. Uh, should probably get a neuro workup due to... Uh, trauma is powered, has nullification cuffs, appeared to be subject to some sort of external influence, uh, the nature of which we have not yet fully determined. We were hoping- Brain that control, like ooh. in the movies. Huh. Ooh, that. I don't, ooh, that's scary. Uh... We find it so, and there are possibly other cases also with pediatrics, hence my colleague's urgency. We were hoping we could put this patient into your care for workup and also supervision. Please. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get my best people on it right now. I don't, we don't have a lot of experience dealing with this, as you know, but I'll see what we can figure out, and I will keep you in the loop. If anyone could do it, it would be you. I am terrible with small children. So, thanks, Cadrex. And she turns around, like to you know uh, her you know team of doctors who are coming up behind her, and she's like, "All right, let's move, Stat. Everybody, get to the room." And she starts just barking out the you know. It's like you were used to her sort of being like you know very kind of you know your 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 soft, loving, accommodating, adorable friend, and now she's like barking out commands like Patton. And I'm so um, proud. Oh wow. Oh, I could not be more proud. Willis absolutely sees cat like. Oh, they're glowing. And the two of you head off, uh, I'll say, to you. Is that okay? You, you, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. There's just one thing I need from this. Just As please. we heroically whoosh back out to go save the day fully in hero form and everything, 
Mm-hmm. I would love to shoulder check Barry from HR very lightly so he sees us. How do you like um, me now? <laughs> That's all. That's all. And some of my hair whip him just like, just like it's like a little like when a pasta noodles hits you in the face. That's, awful, that's better because I don't great. really want to like get into it. I just want him to see and. Yeah, at Ted Berry, uh, played by uh, J.K. Simons, I believe, um, uh, see, you know, get, sees you kind of, you know, whoosh by him, uh, giving him the, you know, the, the stink eye. Uh, Ula's hits him a little bit with the, the tail of their hair. And um, he, he as, as you, by the way, you can hear him be like, you know, menace. And um, uh, yeah, and you shoot off into the air. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Spirit of Justice, Magnova, you are landing at Murr Downs Racetrack. It's a pretty typical racetrack, surrounded by parking lots on all sides. There are turnstiled entrances on the north and the south and the west sides of the racetrack. Um, the east side has uh, private entrances where horses are loaded in and out. Uh, the rest of it is, you know, it's like a you know small outdoor stadium where the racetrack is, you know, in the middle and it's surrounded by, you know, kind of levels of bleacher seats. Uh, and, um, as for what's going on, it, it is pretty much exactly what Leon Neal described. Officers from the Department of Safety have cordoned off the building, uh, from the parking lot and they remain at the perimeter. No one seems to be going in. What do you want to do? I mean, we were invited to just walk up and yep. ask for what's, what the lowdown. Yeah, you uh, land next to an officer of the Department of Safety. Um, uh, their name is um, Jordan Hodge. You can tell from their badge. Hey, uh, Officer Hodge. That's right. Uh, oh, it's you. Love the cowboy hat. Thank you very much. And this is my friend... Magnova. Is yet. I, I, I read the papers. Hi. Uh, nice meet you. I turn really quickly to you, Benny. I'm just like, do you want me to introduce you as like Magnova or Benny? Or like, which one do you prefer? I mean, when I, I mean, I just don't like people to know who I am at any point, but they already kind of do know by me by that one. So it's like, they can just have that one and it's fine. Okay, great. We've like, we've like totally turned. We're like, okay, we turn back. <laughs> we turn back. Yeah. So my friend Rachel and I here, uh, we were oh. actually asked specifically <laughs> Uh, um, by Detective uh, Neil uh, to head on over and take care of the situation as best as we can. Right, right. Um, well, can you tell us what's happening got, at all? As far as we know, there are two supers in there. Uh, they made some kind of attack on the money cage, uh, you know, where people, where all the money from the bets that are placed are stored. Uh, there's millions in there. Uh, okay. They've been in there a while. We managed to get, as far as we can tell, everybody out of the building uh, but otherwise, Great. we're not really sure what's going on in there right now. Okay. Um, do you have ideas on what they can do? Uh, we saw um, there were some of the security guards around the cage were, they seemed like they were knocked out pretty cold. And then we, we sort of found that they were sleeping. Okay. Um, oh. Otherwise, uh, there were, it looked like one of the gates uh, by by the cage had been sort of torn off its hinges is all we were able to see. You okay, Rach? Oh, me? Sorry, I'm not going to, yes. Uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, Officer Hodge is like, who's Rach? It's fine, it's fine. Need to know um, basis, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, figure some stuff out. Uh, 
Oh, Daylin and uh, well, I can't think of her name now. It's Daylin's Bella girlfriend, Bella Morata. Oh, oh, Bella Morata. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, super strength, sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're Could right. Be okay. Could be wrong. Uh oh. Uh okay. We should go in. Um, phase maybe she had to touch right last time. Is it an affliction situation? I thought so. Yeah, I mean we'll just phase in general. Why not? Okay. Um, and I will hold up my hand. And she will turn her suit back to. <laughs> she and won't touch you with her lava, but you can touch <laughs> the back of her suit. Keep forgetting, and I uh, and we both phase. And we'll go walking. Yeah, and I okay. put a hand on, my sh- on, on your on your shoulder. I don't know if we have um, comms contact if they're close enough or if we need absolutely. Okay, so we'll just fill we'll fill them in on on what's happening on their way the aliens huh. so they know what's happening. Sure, um, Kadrax, uh, Ulez, you are up to date. Um, um, on the way, I think if Betty mentioned sleeping, would you mention like who you suspect? Oh, yeah, Benny would have given everything that we heard and her thoughts as well. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm sure we're pretty close, and Ulyss is going to say, um, I, so Lyman Greer also has the power to nullify and put people to sleep. We need to keep an eye out for them That's as well. That's true. I forgot about that. That's a good call. That's probably more likely if these all came from Golden Gardens. Vion, if you know or suspect the person in question, could you detect them? Uh, I can detect certain powers in terms of detecting a specific person. I can technically detect a energy power or presence as Look long as they're for Hallymast mm-hmm. as well. Uh, they have the power of a massive energy blast. Okay, okay. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, I have to be at visual range. What I could do really quickly, well, we know exactly. Well, I don't, I don't know where it is. Um, we have to look for a map. Um, we just uh, head I'll in? say that uh, Officer Hodge is able to tell you uh, that um, the money cages that you are looking for are on the ground floor on the east side of the building. Okay. Um, could I ESP? Uh, ESP, let's see. I mean, it is a sports arena. Allows you to perceive things in distant locations as if you were actually there. See a benchmark table for the distance you can get. Use the lower of your power level or awareness for tests to notice and search for things like ESP. Location is shielded. Doesn't apply. Um, GM may require ESP tests for areas completely unknown to you, determining what you sense based on the results. So, yeah, in this case, I would require that. Um, but you can try it. Yeah, sure. All right. Big magic, little magic, medium magic. Uh, I'm going to do medium magic for this one. Okay. Uh, what level are you going for? It is distance-based ESP. The problem is it's, it's the lowest of the two, and my awareness is three. So no matter what, I'm going three. Three. Okay. So. Yeah. In fact, I'll do this on little magic then. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 12 to turn on. And you have turned on your ESP. Okay. Um, give me an ESP test yeah. for what you can see. So just roll on your power, which Great. is level three. 
Uh, five. Total five? Total five. I rolled a two. Uh, you are not able to see inside. It's okay. Hey, worth a, worth a try. Uh, shall we head in? Yeah, let's do it. Great. Okay. Benny, Theon, you are heading in. Um, yeah, we're phased to just walk through the door and kind of... Given the conversation you had uh, with Hodge, and now that you've, uh, you know, waited to do the ESP P test, I'll say... Um, there. The, yeah, the... Uh, uh, Eversinger and uh, Sunflower are arriving and land kind of right next to you. Oh, hey. Greetings. We greet you. Uh, so we're phasing through. Uh, do y'all want to like teleport or? We have not seen the inside. We cannot teleport there yet. Uh, do you want me to uh, head in, create a, um, I'll, I'll create like a mental network anyway for us with my lowest Could you magic. cast an Visibility, and then Cadrax uh, and I can fly. Sure, yeah, if you're, if you're okay with that. Cadrax, uh, you are the tactician, is the sensible. It is always advantageous to have the high ground. If there is no high ground available, one can simply be elevated. Yes. <laughs> Excellent, we will rise. Yeah. High, high ground doesn't help you that much in this universe, only in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so, I'm sorry. Vion and Benny, you are walking in phased. Kadrax and Ulez, what are you doing? Invisible, invisible foosh up into invisible the air, foosh. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Vion, Benny, you enter and uh, you make your way down the halls, which are usually kind of teeming with people. Uh, but now are sort of eerily empty, and uh, you make your you make your way toward the money cage that um, uh, Officer Hodge uh, located for you. And um, why don't both of you give me an investigation? Ten. Okay, Vion. Immediately, you can see. Um, the money cage has one narrow entry point. It looks like it is like a heavy security gate, uh, probably usually guarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gate has clearly been ripped off of its hinges and is kind of just like hanging open right now. Okay, that's fun. Cadrax, Ulez, you fly over the sort of top of the stadium and in, coming in uh, the back way? What are you doing? Uh, yes. Like approaching from the opposite direction, I assume, is like since they're coming in from the, the parking lot, you're Pincer in style. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what you were aiming un- for. Unless there, well, we weren't sure exactly what the environmental situation of the money cage or anything like that is. Um, if there's skylights, obviously those are favorable um, or anything of that nature. There, there are not that, because the whole. Uh, yeah, well, the whole thing is located. You know how it is? Is like you know when you go to like a, like a baseball stadium or something. It's like un, you know the the everything is kind of underneath where people sit. So it's like you know there would be like there's no skylight. There, there would sort of be seats above you. Is it not like uh, open like the donut like open air where they could find like fly over the top, get in, and find a doorway from the other side? I mean, they well, they so absolutely can. Yeah, but so like they'll just be coming in through a door, all like you oh, yeah. just maybe from a different direction. Um, 
That's fine. Okay. I think that's, yeah, the, best. I think that's the best we got relative to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are, that is what you are doing right now. And beyond, what are you doing? Uh, okay. Oh, I mean, I suppose nothing as of yet, just heading towards the gate. Okay. You start walking towards the gate. Yeah. And uh, as you get close to it, you hear what can only be described as a loud growl. That's interesting. Also, uh, no matter what, for the foreseeable future, Benny and I are close to each other because we have to stay in contact for the phasing. Okay. Um, Okay, so I turn to the sound of the growl. Um, It is coming from inside the money cage. What you see in front of you is like the the cage has been ripped open and there's like sort of a hallway that leads to, you know, what looks like a steel door at the end of it. Um, The door is slightly ajar, but you you don't really, you don't see anybody. You just kind of hear that growl echoing down this short hallway. Uh, And I'll say Kadrax Nula as you show up at about this point and kind of take up position behind them or next to them. Um, I've created a link, a mental link for all of us, so we don't even have to talk out loud uh, to communicate. Do we just, what is going? What is the growling? Unclear. Uh, does anyone see anything? I think it's hey. at the end of the hallway to pass the door, probably. Yeah. Should the phase people go forward? We go forward and. Oh, Doctor, yeah. Are you pinging? Okay, oh. guys, give me a ping roll. Uh, 15. You detect um, one form in there. A <laughs> form? Uh, no, sorry, two forms in there. Two. Oh, okay, that got me worried. All right, all right, all right. I was like, who's spider Manning above us? Because only one person can be called a menace by <laughs> today. Oh, come on. You're, you, 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 you can be a menace too. Society. Um, all right i report the two probable hostels ahead of us and uh give their approximate location we can Mm -hmm. oh it could be the kids Uh, they might need our assistance Uh, they might be controlled likewise so we might have to take the same measures okay okay um I think well, since, Benny yeah. and I should probably proceed. We have, remember one of them is a nullifier. Okay. I would well, be concerned for you, Fionn, were you to be unfaced. Uh, I see, that makes sense. Benny, do you want to remain phased? Oh, I, I don't care. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm here in the note. Uh, that sounds great. Um, okay. In that case, I'll unphase. I'm going to follow behind. If you need me to cast anything in the room, just let me know. Oh, Fionn, do you say I'm hearing the note out loud? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I just oh, want to no. know what stuff. Uh, like in, in I mean, my, it's in, in our, my mind. But yeah. Kadrak still hears it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's true. I, just, I wasn't sure uh, which of you it was. But okay. The one that makes Kadrax go ouch just a little bit. Perfect. Love it. Thank you. Oh, um, I don't see that. You're invisible. Um, <laughs> Benny's going to go and is going to walk down first and kind of motion. I guess we've had like, just kind of maybe let me just check it out. 
So Benny is visible? Yeah, I'm Cadrex never invisible. Is invisible. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. The aliens are invisible. The humans are visible. Yeah. I'm no longer I'm phased. I'm corporeal. Vienna's phased. phased. And I okay. will walk down. I will okay. get my phone out and begin uh, recording, thereby to stream. Oh no, we have mental link. I can yeah. I can think it, and uh, yeah. the universe's greatest detective can perceive exactly that which we perceive, mm -hmm. because we will probably be filled with terrible human adrenaline and emotions. Mm -hmm. um, human but... first. Um, that was why we invent. Yes, we proceed down the. Yeah, you walk slowly towards the steel lava, door. Uh, like the I whole, you are lava. The mm -hmm. whole hallway is, you know, maybe 10, 15 feet long. It's not long. And uh, you get to the steel door. It is slightly ajar. You kind of try and peek in, but it's, you know, it's like the door sort of set into the wall, so you kind of can't see it unless guess, you push Guess the door. what? I, I can stretch and I can liquid through small spaces. I would like to just, like, Flat and then slide my head through just to see. Okay, yeah, you, you kind of, yeah, plastic man your head yeah. kind of into the door. And what you Underutilized. see, um, you see right in front of you, kind of standing there, just not, it hasn't clocked you yet. Um, there is what can only be described as a werewolf. That's Nine feet tall, yellow eyes, sharp teeth, rippling muscles covered in gray fur, and standing just behind uh, on the other side of the room, filling a bag with money, uh, you see Lyman Greer, who you know and recognize. Um, only you see this so far, because Cadrex yeah, is not... Yeah. I tell in my brain, my friends, what I'm seeing. Ulez, when you hear that, you know the werewolf because um, you know the Golden Gardens kids better than the rest of them because you've been, you know, working with them. Um, mm -hmm. This is one of the Golden Gardens kids. Her name is Noelle, and uh, you have seen her grow big teeth, claws, a tail, a little bit of fur. You have never seen her totally wolfed out like this huh? or, or heard okay. of her totally wolfed out like this. Usually it is a little bit less of a transformation. Um, but you, but you definitely, as soon as Benny says what they see, you clock it as being Noel. This okay. door is still intact. It's just open or is it busted open? No, this one is, is, it is intact. It is just kind of ajar. It's a regular door or is this like a vault it's door? It's a heavy steel door. Yeah. Um, not, not, not like a bank vault door, but it's like, you know, it is made of steel, uh, usually probably bolted, you know, from the inside. Okay. But, uh. Right now, it's like it, it, it looks like they got somebody to open it, maybe trying to escape from them or something because yeah. it's not ripped off the hinges. Through the brainwaves, I'm gonna ask my team: Do we should should I shut it and try to seal it shut, or until we figure out what to do? Or I don't know if they need line of sight for for brain powers, or do we just does just someone just get in there and try to astral project them or? I can probably astral project them from out here. Okay. Keyboard. Since you're giving me like a, a clear view of like who we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. It would be a shockingly effective form of containment until we find how to reverse this effect. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. We agree. Okay. Give it a shot. 
At uh, I'll use my level seven astral projection and use it at, with a burst. Is that still on? I'll have to. I'll, I have to turn it on again. Okay. Uh, I'll and I'll also cast this honestly at level four to make my life easier. Okay. So to turn on, I got pumpkin again. So that's a fourteen total. Okay, so you have turned on astral projection. Um, this just works automatically, right? I believe so. I just boom them both. Okay, um, you boom them both out of their body. Uh, Benny, if you're still watching, uh, you see Lyman Greer, you know, that same effect, sort of his astral form pop out. Lyman Greer played by uh, uh, Noah Schnapp from um, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And um, and the werewolf also, it's sort of astral form pushes back, and the astral form is astral werewolf. Uh, you do not get to see uh, her natural form. Um, she, she just still looks like you know, in, in her transformed, uh, state. That's right. And, um, yeah. And, and they are both sort of, uh, uh, kind of like trying to grab at their bodies, you know, touch things and can't touch things. Uh, they seem very confused. And then both of them kind of like start to shake a little bit and, and, and immediately, uh, you see their, their actual body bodies just like fall down unconscious and then their astral forms fall down unconscious, just like Veronica's did. Oh. What? What is happening? Oh. No, are they, are they well? Well, what? I think as I'm soon as they both fall down, Benny, we just open the door, yeah. Check them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I just give me a medical exam? Invisible, yes. invisible medical check. Yes. Uh, that's uh, 12. Doctor Invisible, you uh, you uh, examine your patients, and um, both of them are okay. They don't seem to have sustained any damage, just falling from their feet to the floor. Um, you know, when you, you you do that thing with you know shining the light in the eyes and stuff like that, uh, you don't get any kind of reflexive reactions uh, the way you might expect. Uh, um, oh. They just again sort of seem just kind of totally. Like, they are not quite all there. What does that mean, Doc? Uh, that is... To not have reflexive actions or response to stimuli mm-hmm. is fairly far along in the classical coma scale. That is a very deep... Deep. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to grab an object off of one of them. What, uh, like, what, what do you mean? Like a particular object or? Um, not necessarily. I'm simply looking for something that Vion would be able to post cog. Something they came uh, in with. Okay, That's sure. so smart. Um, like a ring or a wallet or a. That's a thing I do. Sure. Jacket. Um, their own ja- their jacket. Yeah, you, you take a jacket off of Lyman. Um, Great. Uh, Noel's kind of, you know, got that werewolfy, like a closer little kind of like torn up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. um, it grew to nine feet tall, you know. That's a, um, so, yeah, you take the jacket. Vian, give me a postcard roll. Great. Uh, it's going to be seven to turn, or to, yeah, seven, four plus three. Seven. Uh, you see Lyman in the kitchen at uh, the house he lives in at Golden Gardens. Mm -hmm. And um, 
he's like washing dishes and then uh, he hears like a voice. Someone says, excuse me. Uh, and he turns around and he sees uh, a man in a suit, uh, I'll say played by Michael Emerson, standing mm -hmm. behind him. And then um, Lyman to, uh, turns to the man and he says, yes. And then whoosh, your vision ends. Um, Ulez, is there any way to check facial recognition or anything like that for this gentleman? Is that a, a thing that works? I'm magic. Technology's kind of outside mm. my purview. Uh, there was a slight disconnect. I would have to acquire an image and then I, I could try to utilize the memory of the, the projection that you've utilized to um, um, reverse image search. Um, please bear with me to see if there are any records of this face. Oh, I can um, tell. Voice print. Oh. Both would, of this, uh, these data points would be excellent. Would you be uh, able to imitate the voice, Doc? Uh, would you? Uh, and I'll just say, excuse me, in the in the same imitation with my voice. Voice. I would like to internally record that and run that through. Again, just I only have access like most normally to the internet. So between that and a reverse image search of his face to see if there's anything that looks anybody that looks like him. Anything well, the departments that are working on these as well. We could send that. Uh, we we're in active cooperation. Access. They open up the database. We should get in touch with McNeil. Absolutely. Okay, uh, you text. call Leon Neil. Yeah, uh, we're gonna text him. Oh my god, do you want to call him? Yeah, sure. we call him real quick. Us all the time, but go ahead and call him. <laughs> uh, you can text him. What do you want to text him? <laughs> I just find associated that he texts us for emergency sometimes. That's just B's personal feelings. I'm I'm sure Ulez is thrilled. Yeah, um, that's Leon. Uh, I'll call him just because Vion's just old enough to like not rely fully on texts. Okay, so he's like, uh, Vion, it's Leon. Oh, didn't mean for that to rhyme. Sorry. Uh, hey, Leon. Uh, we are. We think we've got a suspect of who's behind this. Um, you are already uh, running a couple of cases here, right? Uh, I am always running a couple of cases. Why? Do would we be able to access your records? Any evidence that you have uh, run a vocal line and a face by your database? You? Yeah, you. Uh, I, I I would give access to. Okay, thank you. Because uh, Ulez will be doing this. Yeah, that works. Okay, great. Um, uh, let me. Hey, Ulez, how do we get access he to the? Gives you instructions, Ulez, on how to access. Uh, oh, you know, we could probably remote in. His, yeah, his yeah. his password or whatever. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. yeah no, you, it's an emergency, you, you, of course. I'm not, you don't I'm have not to talk to him. You have earned this guy's allegiance over and over again. Um, mm -hmm. uh, literally, he's news. only alive thanks to Cadrax. So, um, great. Okay, so we run it then. Ulez, give me an investigation search. Oh heck yeah! The investigation um, roll. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that is not going to be the most uh, evocative of information searches. That is a 13. 13. Um, you have the database, so... I do have got the, I got the good place to look things up. Okay, from a 13, uh, you can find out... Um, you eventually track a mugshot that looks like a younger version of this man. Um, his 
he, he clapped his name as um, Landon Webster. And uh, he operates under the AKA of management. But there's very little information about him in the file. Okay, I'm going to relay that information. Uh, we believe this is a younger version of the individual that we have, that we are currently investigating. But there is nothing else. Hmm. If one were capable of the power set clearly displayed here, I imagine it would be trivial to clear one's record rather substantially. Or that never to acquire one in the first place. Valid. Should we go to the uh, uh, Golden Gardens, finally? We believe this might be essential. That's not a bad idea. Should we take them also to uh, the hospital? We don't have nullification cuffs for them, though. We do not, but that is something that we have seen the Department of Safety has a stock of when they took Fast Blast and yes. Pain Brain into custody. They had access to those. <laughs> I love the way you say those names, but okay. Uh, I have been forced to. I will, uh, I will start on my own power. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'll start calling them up to request assistance with this uh, investigation. Yeah, and uh, Officer Jordan Hodge uh, uh, brings team in and is able to secure them in nullification cuffs for you. Uh, Department you. of Safety now carries them standardly, given all the super problems that they have been having recently. Uh, and can you t uh, transport um, these folks to the hospital safely? Of course. Absolutely. Oh, are you doing it? Okay. I thought you were talking about I uh, No, I love the overlap, yeah. though. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and, oh. and, and, and they look at you, and uh, they're uh, they're like, should you, you, me or, or you? Uh, well, do I require the siren when I go very fast? I can do it if if you'd like. They do a very, very quiet police siren noise. And they uh, always wanted um, to. No, they never did it. And they could like, do fire uh, truck too. Yeah, they're like, take it away, Eversinger. Okay. Um... Oh, okay, they turn her away, and they pick that up, and now they feel one more sting. Ouch. They didn't realize how much their super name would hurt now. Ooh, wow, yeah. this is rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, and Vion's in too much in a rush to clock that, uh, even though you, you are now visible. Uh, okay, Doc, are you all right dropping them off and then joining us? Certainly. Okay, great. Uh, Ulas, can you teleport us? Yes, we can. Ulez with a Odai. We might be going on a trip. Let's find out. Haha, <laughs> we're going on a trip. Uh, but that's a 10 on the teleportation. But a Odai went off? It's a 1. Okay. Um, to tell you the truth, your teleportation is at level 5, which is only 10 to 20 blocks anyway. And Golden Gardens is a lot further than that because you're in Mar huh? Island and it is all the way in oh, Baronsdale. Yeah. Um, so I am going to say uh, that you uh, teleport your way um, right on to the Mur Island Ferry, uh, which is just bamf, you know, you're right back. You have been on this ferry before, um, and uh, it is very slowly making its way towards South Avalon. Uh, that says, uh, my apologies. 
Yeah, and yeah. a whole bunch of people on the ferry like turn, stop taking pictures of <laughs> you know the the view of the city, and they turn and start taking pictures of all of you. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, can we? Uh, can we go? Can we go? Can we go, please? Yes. Can we go, please. Yes, yes, yes. Go, please? We will try again. Please. please. Right. Have a no, wonderful yeah. ferry trip, everyone. <laughs> Bamf. Uh, roll that O again. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you trying to get now? As close as we can. It's going to take you a while going 10 or 20 blocks at a time, I'm telling you. Uh, okay, um, I think on the second uh, teleport, uh, Ulez is going to look wide at it, Cadrax. We do not know why we have taken the lead. Doc's at the hospital. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Heck. Oh, okay, uh, they're um, going to look Ulez. to Dion. We do not know why we have taken the lead in this. What did you get oh. um, on the second teleport roll? A 10 again. Uh, Odai? A three. Okay. So I'll say um, you obviously cannot make it nearly as, as far as Golden Gardens, but from uh, uh, the, the ferry, um, Jake, if you give me the whole city map of Port Ruby, um, uh, what you can see uh, if you look at the whole city map is uh, from Mer Island, there's that little dotted line that goes mm -hmm. to the bottom of Avalon. That is the route of the ferry. Uh, so you are on that ferry in about 10 to 20 blocks. If you bamf your way, I'll say you bamf your way right outside of Serrano Memorial Hospital. So as Cadrax is done uh, uh, handing um, uh, um, Lyman Greer and uh, Noel over to uh, um, Abigail, uh, Cadrax and exits to find you waiting for them right there. Great, yo. Way a request or assistance. Oh. Uppies? Uppies. Please. All right. And uh, <laughs> you uppy your way into the sky and uh, zoom this is over the word that Abigail uses with with patience and it has just it has bled into Cadrax's vocabulary mm -hmm. Ulas doesn't know any better Jake can you change that to the Baronsdale map um, and uh, yeah you uh, zoom all the way over Baronsdale uh, all the way uh, to the you know the, the east side of Baronsdale uh, to the East Point neighborhood uh, where Golden Gardens is located. And you come down in Golden Gardens. Now, like I said, Amira has had the mayor's office working on this place. A lot of it is still sort of cordoned off and condemned, but a lot of the houses, like power has been restored, water has been restored. Um, many of the houses, uh, they have like construction work going on in them. But as soon as you land uh, in the pop the area that is now populated, where the, the I think there are about 35 kids living in Golden Gardens, you know, I mean, kids, I say, you know, from young adult to child age. Um, and it's like, uh, when you get to the area where those 35 people live, you realize immediately you notice, you know, your awareness kicks in. It's very quiet here. You don't hear any voices, any sounds. Usually you hear music playing. There are people kind of walking around, talking to each other, sitting outside their houses. You don't see anything here. It is far too quiet. Everybody mm. is always so noisy with music and games and toys and balls. All of it. This isn't right. Somewhere a dog barks. That's normal. Okay. <laughs> huh. Do some postcogs, see if we can get... Any other information? Yeah. Doc, you want to get a lay of the land, perhaps, so we're not walking into a trap with anybody around? Yes, though, assuredly, we are walking into a trap with somebody. 
around. Okay. Give me a ping roll. I'll say that this applies. You you ping all you know all of the houses that are in the populated area. I'll give you one roll for all. Yeah, of I, I can do a. I mean, the distance on power level ten is silly. <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty so, pretty insane. Yeah. Um, um, so that's a that's an eighteen total. You detect nobody anywhere. Ooh. you got doc one of the exits perhaps Theo? you'd see someone leave sure like one of the gates or whatever um uh, like that ask your, mm-hmm? your professional opinion on a matter arcane yeah absolutely what's up what do you think is the vector of this attack he said excuse me do you think it is sound do you think it is Sight is touch. Uh, interesting. I've personally been afflicted, obviously. In fact, I think both of us have by a look, a power passing through a look. Sometimes speech is enough. Sometimes you can just cast it kind of like I do, even silently. You don't have to do a whole lot. How then can we protect ourselves from this? defenses that's a really good question uh i guess we can postcog see if excuse me comes up that might be an activation word um and do our best uh, in fact i'll postcog everything here and i start to put like i'll you know like the the latch the gate that you have to pull up to open it i'll postcog one of those um okay give me postcog roll okay. oh it's just sort of a smarter thing to do but okay Seven. How, how far are you going back? Um. Ooh. I mean, these attacks happened pretty recently. So, like, you know, they had to happen. Um. Ulez called uh, Veronica and sent her over. Uh, Veronica and Lyman and Haley over to guard. Um. Gracie and Abigail Fripp. Uh, while you were doing your investigation two days ago. Yeah. That was the middle of the afternoon. Maybe you know three or four p.m. Probably when that happened. So you oh, know it had to be at least since then. Uh. Are there windows in the kitchen? Light. Uh, when we get there, yeah. turn around. So in we would have a time of day. Yeah. What did it look like night when um, we no, did our first Okay. Okay. So it could be earlier today. It could be yesterday. Uh, I'll postcog to yesterday just to be safe. Okay. And you're postcogging like a gate latch. Yeah. This is All seven. Right, give me a postcog roll. Seven. Um. You. You, you uh, what do you get off of the gate latch? Um, if it ain't much, that's okay because I have a plan for some other stuff. You get a vision of a whole lot of golden garden kids, maybe all of them could be 25, 30 people, sort of standing in a circle on the lawn in front of this house. <sighs> and then shoop, it ends. Do we want to check Veronica's house? So, why don't you yes. give me investigation rolls? Okay. Yeah. Um, Ten. Ten. Who is? Uh, that is going to be a 14. 
14. Plus whatever it takes for the fact that I probably wander around here a lot. Okay. Benny, Floor, mm-hmm. Cadrex. Um, oh, I'm, I'm being told we have unlocked the lore drop. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, my gosh. 2050, of course, 69. <sighs> nice. Nice. Um, yes, our, our, our chat is incredibly generous and always, always, always on brand. Um, we love you. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, and, uh, yeah, sorry. So Cadrex, you, what, you had a nine? I'm, I'm not investigating. Yeah. Oh, you're not investigating. Okay. Um, okay. Ulez with your 14, um, you look on the lawn and you can find, I'll say both Vian and Ulez, you can see that in the middle of the lawn, there's this big circle of like sort of, you know, crushed grass, like, you know, mm-hmm. I call it depressed, but that it. makes it sound like it's sad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> something has certainly trampled it. it. It is very much kind of in a, you know, has been weighted perfect down. circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And uh, Ulez, with your 14, I'll say that you find um, the stub of a cigar. And uh, you know from your knowledge of the Golden Gardens kids, as far as you know, you don't know any of them to be cigar smokers. Oh. Ah. Vian, could you kindly postcard this? Uh, We believe it is a cigar. Absolutely. I postcard it. (laughs) Give me a postcard roll. That's going to be a 10. Okay. Uh, I assume you're going back the same amount that you went back before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you see all the Golden Gardens kids uh, standing around in this uh, circle. Well, okay. You see a moment that probably came a little bit before what you saw. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not quite all the Golden Gardens kids at this point. There are maybe like hmm, 10 or 15 of them kind of standing on the lawn. Okay. And Haley Mast, played by Zendaya, mm-hmm. comes up through the gate and sees this man, the same guy you saw, uh, management, um, standing by the house. And she looks around at all of her friends and she turns to the man and goes, who the hell are you? And the man turns to her and he says, I'm management. I'm your new boss. You work for me now. And you see Haley's pupils kind of shrink away until her eyes are just all pure white. And then her pupils quickly come back and she says, I work for you now. And then whoosh, it ends. What? So it's hearing, sound, maybe sight? Uh. The absorption yeah. of the order seems to have come through audio. Had she not heard it, how would she know? Oh, oh there's always yes. the like. If if we can again, if it's audio only, or if the the this this words are just for flavor, that might change. If we turn out the lights, it might save us something. But it, I I feel like it's probably probably via words. Yeah, especially when it's repeated back like that. Uh-huh. Still, if that there's any notable kind of protection 
Uh, is there still daylight? There's still a little bit of daylight. Um, yeah, you're, I would say you're in the middle of the afternoon right now. Let's say it's 4 p.m. Okay. It's October, so you probably got a couple hours left of daylight. What do you think of Doc? Uh, perhaps Liz might be able to construct a multi-spectrum device. Oh, yes. If you could give me a little bit of time, there are quite a few houses we can we can take some parts from. Uh, there's a lot of just junk that everybody collects, but ultimately that junk can be used to craft many things. What do you want to craft? A multi-spectrum device that does what? I think we're looking to block out a couple of senses. I think, my, yeah, either oh, sense okay. or, or mind yeah. shield, whichever fits the mechanic better. Yeah, what, you, you can build a gadget that has one power, so you're going from like something that does yeah. Mind Shield or something that does... Mind Shield worked um, earlier, I will say. It did, and that's very easy for you to cast, and I'm oh, that's wondering... that's true. True. Yeah. And I if can I could... do sound. Like, sound is the easiest thing for me to cover. So if you can cover something... Cut. No, it's clearly not tactile. Um, could you maybe build like some kind of a uh, like corneal shield in effect, <laughs> or like, or even just sillier? I mean, those are contacts or corneal shields. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but resistance for or, the eyes, or just even straight up like I, I came up with the with the sort of like sci-fi version first, but like up some sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm just going to mod, like, some. I'm going to steal some yeah. sunglasses from these kids. Which, yeah. you know, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm going to find ways to modify them. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what other tools that I could utilize um, beyond the necessary powers. I don't know. Some copper wiring. Um, maybe a little. I'll peel some tint off of uh, some car windows. Um, and then the final material, honestly, just might have to be some good old-fashioned gravel. Okay. That rocks. Um, Ula, is your gadgets uh, are level six? Give me a gadget roll. All right. I guess since these just sort of seem to, you know, be based on, you know, it's like it doesn't really seem to require power. It's not that kind of gadget. It's weird. It's like, you know, they're basically just like really strong sunglasses or something. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Be a ten. Ten. <laughs> Except they look really cool and kind of campy. Um. Okay, you have built them at a ten. You are not entirely sure how effective they are going to be, but you have built them. Okay, I'm gonna pass them out. Um, I think there are um some kid glasses that are like um maybe like a neon pink frame and they're kind of small. Yes. Um. And they have some glitter on the sides. Yes. There are some aviators. Um, there are some giant cat eyeglasses. And then finally, I think there are just some also monstrous thick, uh, thick, what do you call that? The, the outside part, thick framed circular glasses. Okay, I am actually incorrect here. Keep that description Ooh. in mind. Um, truth is you failed your role. Oh. Um, and I, I actually mixed up what that meant. I thought that meant that the gadget doesn't work. But actually, according to the guide, uh, failure, it's just, it's, it's been so long. I don't, I don't know if you've ever actually failed a gadget roll before. Outlier. I don't think um, so. 
So failure means you must make a determined effort to try again. So that means uh, that costs you a point of determination. I didn't uh, have one. I um, used mine. Well, I have you with one point of determination. I didn't you start with two? Oh, yeah, did you start with two? No, oh, Cadrex oh, okay, said two. They started with one. Did you use a point yeah. this episode? Yes. Uh, 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 two... Do something very important. Um, in the middle yes. of combat, oh, I needed yes. to... So you do, you, unless you're going to spend the community determination, then you don't build that gadget. Uh, no, I don't. Um, however, I'm reading that apparently I should have used my intellect um, and not just my power level. I, I keep forgetting that yeah. 90% of my moves I pull from intellect and not the actual right. power set. Um, so that's just going to add two more points to it. Okay. Uh, so a 12. Okay, so that means uh, your And gadget... if I can add my mechanics, 12, that's a 15. <laughs> I'm sorry I did the math so badly in the beginning. Yeah, okay. Well, all right, cool. <laughs> so that means you're the, the build is We're a success. We're learning together, Rick. You have that gadget. Yeah, no, I, 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 I basically make up the rules as I go. Even, <laughs> you know, 53 episodes plus one shots and minis and stuff. We are, we are, we are like 60 some odd episodes into this show and I still don't know how to play anything. But, We're um, doing our best. Uh, yeah, so uh, that gives you a 15, which actually is a success. So you have, let's say, very, very strong sunglasses that look really weird um <laughs> questionable what are what are the rest of you doing right now you have you seen the cigar the weird circle on the lawn try to think of how we can track this person down uh i would i would like to go to the the deli down the street uh, there was, there yes. was a, I think it was a yeah. technically a bodega, Her but Herman's... one that Hector went to. Hec yes, Herman's Bodega. Uh, <laughs> Hector attended, I think it was Herman's Bodega. Hector was the person we were tracking. Um, yeah, just right. It was we, not the there. one with the cat. It was a different location. Um, so the one with the sandwich shop. Named after sandwich. us there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who yes. had the sandwich? <laughs> yeah, Herm Herman from Herman's Bodega, played by Dan Aykroyd. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. I would like to go there and see and ask him if he has seen anything recently. Okay. Um, yeah, you you make your way through the main entrance. Uh, that's easy, but it is uh, uh, right by the main entrance of uh, Golden Gardens. And uh, um, yeah, you come into Herman's and Herman's standing there and you look around and the place is kind of trashed. And he's just sort of like, you know, he's like, hey, hey, it's you. You stopped the robbery. I did, although... Perhaps not this one. Is everything all right? We get robbed a lot around here. Uh, unfortunately, I just got robbed again a couple hours ago. Uh, they made off with the money in the register. Luckily, uh, you know, they, they didn't get to the safe. So, um, you know, we should, we, this too will pass. Um, so what, what, what can I do for you? You need some beer, cigarettes, cut the bodega I cat? I will uh, happily partake of this last and perhaps a sandwich, if only to renew my blood sugar and your coffers, but I would appreciate knowing more as I uh, stroke the small predator. Um, 
how, what happened in this robbery? Could you tell me more about the perpetrators, perhaps? Oh, looks like a couple of punks. We're always getting robbed by a couple of punks around here. Sometimes I understand it as perhaps a single punk or multiple, the three or more punks. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they bring friends. Sometimes they come alone. You know, punks. Of course, yes, punks. Uh, do you have a description of them, perhaps? There there was a robbery at this bodega uh, committed by punks, perhaps something that could yield post-cognitive evidence. Ah, well, thank you. And he's like, description? I don't know, just a couple of punks. Uh, why? What's up? Oh, there was an incident uh, at Golden Gardens nearby. A man of a description of Michael Emerson that uh, Cadrax will render and uh, that Sam did not Google recently enough to be able to do. Uh, and he gave those local punks uh, some trouble and might have provoked them to this. We are interested in finding this man. Well, I don't know. Well, these, these, these punks, you know, they, they're, 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 you know, kind of sort of regulars robbing me around here. Uh, not really, sadly, nothing unusual. Did this have something to do with that helicopter? Could you elaborate? Oh, yeah, About yesterday afternoon, the helicopter landed right over there in the, the Golden Gardens uh, the area that they're rebuilding now. And then a couple hours later, the helicopter took off again. And uh, I was wondering if, like, you know, did a rock star visit or something? The mayor? Did it look like a news copter? Uh, a police copter? A fire? No, it didn't have any markings like that on it. I mean, you know, it's like a town number, like a regular helicopter, but I didn't catch it or anything, you know. Would you perhaps consent to some, I look up to the Ulez Galley um, sandwich, superheroic assistance? Is that, is that something you, you could render? We have someone who is excellent at helping one find memories within oneself one did not even know. That sounds trippy. Uh, then he is on his way. And I will stroll right in. Uh, Vion, you enter to find uh, Herman um, uh, sort of holding up his cat uh, in front of Cadrax and Ulez and being like, yeah, he seems a little grumpy, but actually he's very devoted to his job. Yep, you know, it's like patrolling for mice day in, day out. Worked for cat food. It's it's really a good benefit for me, uh, and you know the price is right. And uh, I don't know. I like him. And the cat's Rah. okay. Great. Uh, and I turn to Cadrax. Uh, I'm gonna read this guy's. I'm gonna actually loop him into our little telepathic uh, connection here, so we can get a That's clear it. image of what you just saw. Um, and I turn to him. And uh, do you mind if I? Uh, do a little uh, psychic investigation here for you, sir. 
Um, psychic investigation. What, what does yeah. that do? Uh, what it's going to do is it's actually going to connect our minds, and then we're going to be able to see the helicopter that you saw yesterday through your memory. So I want you to just oh. picture that helicopter very carefully. Does it hurt? No, not at all. Huh. Yeah, okay, I'm in. Okay, great. Uh, I'll drop um, my uh, telepathic communication at level four, and instead I'm going to cast it at level five to include him. All right, give me a, you got to reroll to your cast. Okay. Well, actually, technically everyone has, uh, is down for this, so I don't. Oh, to, oh he's a willing party. Yeah, yeah, I just turn it on. Just turn it on. Okay. Yeah. If you turn it on, it'll work automatically. Uh, that's going to be a 13. Yeah, you turn it on. Great. Um, so you have telepathy and, uh, yeah, you probe into Herman's memories. Um, you know, first is more recent memories. You see him spending the whole morning, uh, uh, or spending the late afternoon cleaning up the place. You see the robbery with the punks who, who, who take the money from the register and go running. You go mm-hmm. further back and see Herman just kind of like spending the morning talking to his cat. They like argue a lot. And uh, uh, then you go further back to the day before and see uh, Herman uh, standing out front of the bodega. He's kind of smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer and just kind of, you know, just watching the neighborhood. And uh, then you see a uh, helicopter rise mm-hmm. out of the block, you know, the, I mean the block, the, the Golden Gardens area, which is actually, you know, a kind of big. Um, I, think, I think we've established it as, you know, square mile or so. Um, and uh, give me an investigation roll. Where my dice go? I don't know. That's going to be uh, fourteen. And you are—you see the helicopter. It is, you know, it's sort of a small black helicopter. Uh, you can't see inside of it. It looks like it's got tinted windows, and um, you can read that the tail number on the helicopter is Z three three B eight X. Say that one more time. Z as in Zorro, three, three, B as in Benny Beckett, eight as in, you know, the number eight, and X as in uh, Charles Xavier. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. We can uh, run this through uh, some sort of like filing system or something, right? Who was? Oh, yes. Oh, we apologize. We were admiring the, the sandwich sign. Um, yes, let me determine that right now. Liz, um, you yeah. access the internet. Um, and the police um, records, whatever they have for like license plate information, because let's be real. Leon Neal, yeah, showed you how to get in, you know, to the Department of Investigation Systems with his information. So that probably, unless he's changed it since then, you can access the Department of Investigation. So give me an investigation roll. Ooh, that is going to be really good. That is 14 plus 2 is 16. Okay. Um, you, uh, um, you are able to identify this helicopter. Uh, the police, uh, have, um, uh, you know, huh. file for, uh, legal aircraft uh, that are allowed to operate in the city. And, um, this one is a uh, rental. 
Uh, it is a rental um, from a place called um, McGrath Helicopter. <laughs> Usually works sort of. with kind of upscale corporate clients. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will relay that information. Uh, McGrath Helicopter. Uh, if we go investigate that, well, we might find people that are, have been subjected to the exact same control as their kids at Golden Gardens. That's a great point, Wes. It's our only lead at this moment. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go to McGrath. Uh, okay, um, you... So you get the address off of the internet. Um, yeah, oh yeah. McGrath, McGrath helicopter uh, is located. Um, I will say, um, good place for McGrath helicopter. You know what? McGrath helicopter is uh, located in um, uh, Epton uh, by the airport. So south of where you're at. Uh, you know, they, it is really the main. The main business that they do is sort of renting rich guys' helicopters to sort of, you know, land at the airport and just fly right into Avalon and fly back, you know, skipping the traffic. Uh, and uh, you fly all the way down there, I assume. Uh, yeah. And uh, it is, you know, it is a very nice building. Um, and, uh, out, you know, it's got like sort of a sort of mini, mini airport kind of built next to it, uh, which is sort of all helicopters. Uh, and uh, you walk inside, and uh, you are immediately greeted by a man in a polo shirt. Um, uh, he's uh, got a name tag uh, that says, um, can, can I help you? Uh, uh, my name is Jake Chapman. And um, he's, hi. Uh, ooh, rock band? Can I play a trouble against myself? Um, just for being a little too part human and caught up in the frustration of all of this, the challenges of trying to figure out what's really going on and how to track down this, well, frankly, asshole. Ulez is going to like shoulder past this person, not with enough force to maybe push them back, but maybe enough gusto to jostle them and just kind of create a little bit of a scene in this fancy lobby. Uh, sh what quality is that? Part human? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you do that and uh, you, you you kind of push past him. He's like, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Uh, uh, and, 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 you know, uh, a security guard sort of comes running over and is like, what's going on? And uh, Jake's like, uh, um, uh, I think they're musicians, surly types. Um, and uh, the security guard kind of gets in front of you and is like, hey, 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 this is, this is a respectable facility. You can't just go running around. That's uh, – Wow. No, oh, no, no. Uh, that's a good point uh, you present, officer. You're, and I, I'm going to clock where the security cameras are. Give me an investigation roll. Okay. I, Benny has not wanted to not be lava, I think, through most of this because she's freaked out. So I, I don't think she went inside. Mm. Oh. Um, okay. Can I be looking at the helicopters in this little like bay area and see mm. if the one that we um, saw is here? 
If it was give returned. Me investigation. Give me an investigation. Oh, I do this to myself. <laughs> got this. I got 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you can see that there are a couple of security cameras positioned and the place is pretty well covered. Okay. Um, why are you doing that search, Benny? Seven. Okay. You start kind of walking wa- slowly through yeah. the airport, wandering kind of like there are a lot of helicopters that look alike, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, so you're, you're kind of just like comparing the tail number to what, not to what, you know, Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Dion, what are you doing? Um, why, you know, hey, this is our uh, drummer. They get real riled up. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you get some fresh air? Why don't you take a little time? Why don't we get some fresh air? I'm gonna walk outside with you, Ulez, and telepathically, <laughs> we still have the link up. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna cast invisibility on you uh, if you want to interface okay. and just check out what was going on here. Yeah, Cadrex, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. Uh, so- <laughs> I was just gonna say something mean. It's okay. Oh no no! <laughs> well, now what are you say? Yes, please. If they try to stop me again, we will stomp on their toes. And and and, and now one of them, you know, the the the, the Jake, Jake Chapman turns to the security guard and is like, "No, they sound more like cops now." <laughs> uh, they went outside, I believe. The man <laughs> took them outside. <laughs> so you two head outside, Cadrax. What are you doing? Well, I am now the only person in this lobby, which means we get everyone's favorite, Cadrax, tanks, and interaction with humans. And Jake Chapman walks over to you and sort of, uh, are you here to rent a helicopter? I do have some concerns before I would even contemplate such a thing. There was word in the helicopter rental community that... This establishment recently rented a helicopter without authorization from the company. Is that true? Did you have an employee who let a rental go a couple days I, ago? I am not in the habit of discussing our business with walkings. You must understand. The person who did it was a librarian. I want to flash in Department of Investigative Library Services. So you're using the original using badge. Yeah. I'm using the OG creds. Yeah. Give, yep. give me a willpower roll. I absolutely will. Um, you know what? All work, no play. <laughs> I am serious about my investigative service. I'm spending one of my... We got it. Let's burn it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's a four and then die. So a four plus a four plus a two. It's the, the goodest I can do. So that is a ten. Um, yes. So he's a a librarian. What what yes. is this about? I need answers. I'm not certain that a crime has not been committed, and I. Frankly, would prefer that it not be by you. You see, this librarian has given us trouble on multiple occasions before, and illicit helicopter rental is librarians the worse than musicians. Uh, all right, uh, what do you what do you need to know, um, Inspector? The circumstances uh, by which this crime was perpetrated against you the innocent helicopter rental company. What crime was perpetrated against us? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was this not the company? Did you not have a helicopter taken out from under you two days ago? Like stolen? Uh, an employee might have given it away. I don't know anything about that. Let me check the computer and see if somebody else made a note of a stolen chopper. Hang on. That feels like I would hear. And he goes over to the computer, and while that's going on, uh, Vion, Ulez, what are you doing? I come back in alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the door open just long enough for Ulez to squeeze through. Ulez is invisible. <laughs> yes. And I'm just going to, like, trot over uh, as quietly as possible and touch the uh, um, the desks at the in the lobby. The computer. Give me an interface roll. Okay, not my best. Um, that is going to be twelve, unless I can add investigation. Um, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you looking for? Um, oh well, who... for the interface roll itself, twelve is fine. You are now in the oh. computer. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, we're trying to figure out who rented um, helicopter Z33B8X under what name exactly, what date, what time. Are there security cameras of that time? Like, I just, we need as much information to kind of figure out if this is management. Okay. Ulez, give me an investigation roll. Cadrax, while Ulez is investigating, um, uh, you are standing by as uh, Jake Chapman searches the computers. Ulez, what do you get? 15. Okay. Um, Cadrax, Jake Chapman tells you... um, I got no records of a stolen chopper. Everything seems to be properly accounted for. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I'm curious as to where these allegations came from, uh, but I'm, I'm happy to tell you anything I know, Inspector. I, I, I don't want to mess with the, 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 the library investigative services. Uh, I've, I've heard about, you know, some of your methods. Certainly, I hope not to take a page out of their book today. So, can you tell me about the rentals of a couple days ago? Uh, Did you rent multiple choppers that day? I'm trying simply to work out whether it was at this establishment. Perhaps I was simply confused as to the location. Can you verify? Well, let me take a look. And uh, he starts um, typing uh, in the, you know, searching the computers. Ulez, meanwhile, you find the security videos. Uh, scanning back uh, to the day before, and you find um, for 15, you find at first everything seems normal. You don't see management to come in or go out anytime. But then paying closer attention, you notice that there are some strange gaps in the security videos, edits that go by very quickly Mm. as if something has been erased. Meanwhile, Benny, outside, you stumble on to helicopter seven, uh, seven, uh, Z33B8X. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, we've got telepathic link still. I guess I can, I'm not around other people, so earpiece or whatever's up. Um, I will inform my crew. I think I found it. Um, if you get a postcog, if you are available, um, and I'm going to lava off and just kind of like hop up and see if I can like peek in the window. Like, what do I see in there? 
Yeah, um, you peek inside and uh, give me an investigation roll. Cadrax, meanwhile, Jake Chapman is telling you, um, I don't know, all of our records only reflect our regular clients. I don't see anything here about uh, any unusual rentals. The records have been doctored. They have been edited. Uh, Telepathically. (laughs) Perhaps this man must also be doctored. Um, Alas, I have to do the thwack to the back of the Kanagan. You're, you're going to knock Why? him out? Uh, because that'll break the thing. Dion's right there. I thought he's <laughs> leaving for you. I don't give a shit. Hit, him. hit the guy. Don't hit people. <laughs> don't hit people for no reason. I'm not hitting him for no reason. <laughs> All right, Benny's got, yeah, Benny got a pretty good point. He's being helpful. He's just a guy. And okay, but yeah, but you can use when you can use your brain to astral project shunt their spirit out of their body, do that instead. All right, Benny's got a pretty good point. Please. I'll astral project push this guy out. Please. <laughs> All right, as I go Whoa. to you, I'm about to cast and I turn to you, uh I turn to you, Cadrax, and just like mentally like Doc, what do you want the move to be? I, I mean, this is this is happening very quickly. So yeah. I think it's, it's purely if if I took too the long. table wants to no. I mean, oh. which is to say, if the table wants to sort of yoink the react and have you outcast, that's perfectly fine. I don't okay. know. I feel like you probably took too long. I'm, I'm giving Cadrex. Give me, give me a. Give oh, me I a this is all about the table. Um, hmm. Like you know, if the table would rather we not do this, I'm happy to put like. You oh know, yeah, none of that was off. Benny in the comms. I have no idea what's happening. Uh, no, that was all Caitlin. Right, exactly. like, that was all. Oh, I mean, if Cadrax, like, if you could get a point of determination for this, I wouldn't be against it. That's a good point. And also, like, if I've got a helicopter to postcog, I'm going to be a lot more interested in going to postcog that. Cadrax, you want to play it as a troll? Um, if all work now play fits, but I oh, um, it is still a bit more not from around here, I suppose. It's not from around here. Yeah, you kind of give this guy like a like a like, like a quick jolt, and uh, instantaneously he just like falls back into the chair behind him, and it's just like out cold, like a, like now asleep in the chair. Uh, and, and now I, like, you have a point of determination. Uh, I'm like point. heading out, and I turn around, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and I uh, I guess keep an eye out for the uh, security guard. <laughs> And I'll just like head out to the helicopter. Uh, yeah, the security guard has not uh, noticed yet that uh, Jake Chapman has passed out in his chair. Um, and uh, uh, you head out to the, the helicopter. Um, Benny is peeking in the windows. What did you get on your investigation roll, Benny? Uh, eight. Eight. That's pretty good for Benny. <laughs> um, almost max. The only thing you see is a cigar stub uh, sitting in an ashtray on uh, the door. Um, that's on the right side of the helicopter where you would imagine a passenger would sit. I not clean these when they bring them back in? I guess that's not probably... And she drops down as... as yeah, and Vion is now showing up right behind you. Uh, we are going to go a little bit over here, folks. It shouldn't be too bad. Cigar? Hey, Benny. Mm-hmm. Inside. Probably okay, great. the same. Mm-hmm. But we kind of already knew that this was probably his, so... Uh, Alright, you want to go check it out inside? Let's do it. Uh, I, I put a hand it, on but... you, and I'm going to phase you, oh, and then I'm going to cast flight on us, and we'll fly up in there. There you go. All right. 
Okay, yeah, you, that is all easy. You, yeah, I'll give, you know, uh, you're not under stress, so you can just turn on flight, and uh, you are inside the helicopter. Perfect. Uh, I'll unphase, and I will pick up the cigar and uh, postcog that. Give me a postcog roll. Come on, big money. Uh, that is pumpkin. That's a 10. Okay, so going back, I assume about as far as you were going back with all your rest of your postcogs. Yeah, um, a little shorter because this is on return flight. Okay, um, you see management sitting in this seat. Uh, he, the helicopter is sitting on the lawn at Golden Gardens, surrounded mm-hmm. by those kids who are standing on the lawn in a circle. Um, you get the feeling that this is what created that circle in the middle mm-hmm, of the lawn mm-hmm. of crushed grass, which is the, the, the wind from the helicopter blades, probably. And uh, the door is open, and management um, leans out the door to the kids and says, you all have your instructions, do as you've been told, and then everyone return to the young king. And he closes the door, and the helicopter lifts off, and whoosh. Okay, well, it looks like we got a location then, huh, Benny? Yeah. It's all of this, I mean, so far everything we've seen has been, like, robbery-based. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, what does someone with that type of power need with money? Not sure, unless they're hired by somebody and their payment is something specific. Or they want to make superhero uh, kids look bad. That's true. And I can't imagine what political jerkbag is interested in doing that. That's a good point. Um, hmm. It's a bit late in the game, I guess, but we could pull a... No, we don't need to do that. That's all right. I was just cooking up one of those really bad Vion plans, considering that I can imitate his voice and that uh, if we follow this thread, I could actually call up that politician uh, who shall not be named and uh, say that the plan went awry and see what reaction we get out of that. But That'd be actually very interesting, but I think we, I do like that. Save it. File okay, it away. that's a back like pocket that. one? Okay, I do great. Like that. I think that'd be interesting. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Oh, actually, we could do the reverse. Interesting. Get a, anyway, get let's, go track, let's go track down. Let's track down management first, and then if we don't find out who management's working with, I think that we can maybe sort of test that and pull a little Columbo. Yeah. Okay. Columbo being the greatest detective series that has ever been. <laughs> yes. Okay. I even yes. know that one mostly because you very beautifully and passionately info dumped to me at WonderCon one time, and it's one of my most treasured <laughs> memories. <laughs> I yes, do folks, love a Columbo. Do That's not get me talking about Columbo. Um, False. Do get him talking uh, about Columbo. It's fantastic. We'll talk Columbo 11 sometime. out of 10 recommend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, we will. Um, All right. We got a location. So, Young King. Did they say, sorry, was, was, was it then go, go to Young King? Find the, bring to the Young King? You all have your instructions. Do as you've been told, and then everyone return to the Young King. Okay. Return to the Young King. That, but yeah. I do a quick search to see if Young King shows up on maps. If it's like a restaurant on, or something. On <laughs> maps? Yeah, just um, on my phone. 
Oh, um, no, you don't find anything. Uh, I think simultaneously, while invisible, um, and stepping over the body of Jake, <laughs> um, Ulez is going to look up Young King as well, based on the minimal information that was relayed, um, and look up, like, again, through any um, um, investigation department uh, documents and info. Give me uh, an investigation roll. Um, but that's a 10. Uh, okay. (laughs) That's impossible. Sorry. No, that's a 12. Oh, even better. Um, okay. For a 12, um, in the investigation department computers, uh, you are able to find, uh, that there is a cargo ship by the name of the Young King, uh, that is cleared to dock in Port Ruby. Uh, security has been especially heavily heavy, uh, you know, over over the last year or so, as uh, the city has faced alien invasions and all kinds of weird stuff. Um, and uh, your search yields for for twelve that the 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 young king is currently docked at the Boxley Harbor Seaport in Rifton. Jake, can I have the Rifton map? And uh, once the Riften map goes up, which it probably is for you watching, um, you can see uh, that the Boxley Harbor uh, seaport uh, is uh, all the way in uh, north. Uh, um, wait a minute. Did I put it on the map? I'm pretty sure I made a map. Uh, oh, man, I, I, think, I think I sent the wrong map uh, to Jake. I gave him, I gave him the wrong map. But uh, uh, say it is uh, on, on, on the coast there, right beneath Old Rifton Village is where it's supposed to be. Um, that's my bad. I don't know how I do that. Uh, so, yeah, Boxley Harbor Seaport is uh, right there on uh, the north um, east coast of Rifton, right beneath Old Rifton Village, uh, where, you know, you went and uh, had your adventure with the lesbian witches. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm sorry, you said this was a cargo ship? Yeah, cargo ship. Okay, and just remind B brain, those are like the long ships with like the crates, like the big boxes. Big yes. Yep. yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, so Liz will relay that. Oh, we have a secondary location, uh, Boxley Harbor Seaport. Oh. We have to investigate that ship. It, it is called the Young King. Wonderful. All right, let's, uh, let's head to it. Very well. If you commence teleport, I'll be along shortly. Oh yes. Okay, we will be with you. And um, um, I know it's isn't that a ways away. That is quite a ways away uh, for a teleport. Uh, I mean, I'm just figuring. Beyond. I let them get a head start because I can catch up, and then I'll take the rest of the way. I just look. I don't do? not need to. Oh, uh, just like I have to resolve. Jake, because yeah. we know if you astral project them, he's co- they're comatose. Mm-hmm. You want to check on Jake? Right. Like, yeah. is he thwacked or is, I gotcha. or is he also something I would need to call in? All right, Catrix, why don't you give me a medical exam? I mean, also secondarily, if I need to fight any of you, it's very helpful to know what does and doesn't work and to what extent. Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, my die really wants me to know that answer, I guess, and uh, to render aid. Uh, actually, honestly, I think uh, this is this is just Caitlin's die, and I just live in it. But anyway, it was a it was a six on the die, so fourteen, uh, fifteen. Sorry. Um, he reacts uh, very similarly to the way the Golden Garden kids did. You get the feeling that management has tampered with this guy's brain, and uh, possibly he has erased the computers himself and didn't know it or something like that. Surely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Don't regardless of the method, yeah. what are you going to do? Kill me? Wait. See, my concern was that like another employee took the, the call in and had the like brain rearranged. And this guy was just like a dude who's like, oh yeah, according to my records, everything's fine. <laughs> that was my Entire, word. <laughs> entirely could have happened, uh, depending on how much time we had left. But... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, let's say you now take to the skies and head off to the Boxley Seaport, and it takes you, I don't know, a good 10, 15 minutes to fly there. And um, you come down uh, at the Boxley Harbor Seaport. Uh, like I said, northeast coast of Rifton, um, very convenient location for ships coming to Port Ruby off the ocean. And... Uh, Give me an investigation role, anybody who wants to look, because a seaport, this port is enormous. Give me an investigation role to see if you can find this cargo ship amongst all the cargo ships. Oh, gosh. Nine. Nine? <laughs> that is going to be a 12. Okay. For a 12, you <laughs> find, uh, from the air, you spot... The young king docked at uh, Pier 622. And uh, it is right next to a dock. There's like a big, long kind of gangplank leading up to it. Um, do you land on the dock or on the ship? There, there, Cadrex. That, that's, the, that's where we have to go. Ping. Cadrex, give me a ping roll. Oh, hey. Uh, we can't even... Uh... So, 19. Okay, there are a good number of people on this ship. Um, you clock... Um, you clock a couple of dozen people in the cargo holds. Uh, you clock a few people walking around on deck. A couple of people in, you know, the pilot's... Uh, I don't know what they call that, you know, where they drive the ship from the, 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 helm. the room, the, the, the helm. No, Thank the, you. Is that it? Am I right? I, I'm going with the helm. That works for me. Uh, that's what they call it on this ship. They call it the helm. Uh, and um, yeah, it's better than what I was going to go with, which was, was room with the steering wheel thingy. I think the uh, helm so, might actually front of the ship. No, no, it, it no, yeah. it's fine. No, that's no, what we're calling no. it. Cockpit? The bridge, you know, crazy. it's the bridge. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you, you 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 clock a couple of people in there too. Um, so what do you want to do? Landing somewhere? Staying airborne? What are you doing? Uh, I think right now we're perched on one of those uh, cranes that's like way over the ship. So we're all just on there uh, as okay. we're as we're figuring things out uh, exclusively because it would make a cool shot. I love yes. it. Gotta get yeah, a crane for the crane. <laughs> perched on a crane, the four of you standing up there, kind of looking down at the young king uh, and making your plans. So, what are your do plans? You, do we go in invisible and like try to see if we can figure out what's going on? 
Do we? Yes. However, space. Uh, we worry that a lot of ships are not particularly spacious, so being invisible, we might bump into a lot of people. I mean, we've done it before. Like, Cadrix has like flown over the top of like hallways when we had to go like with oh, the glass yes. tower. Like, we weren't invisible then, phase. but that's yeah. I mean, we could be yeah. Could you start raising the children out, perhaps? I would oh. imagine the ones in the cargo hold are probably the children and youths. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. If we all get in, go in as many as phased as we can and invisible, and then start just teleporting the or, yeah, or teleporting them out. flying them out. Yeah. Yeah. While while perhaps uh, we others of us try to find. That's a good I, like, idea. If, if the two of you, if Cadrex and Vian, want to do get out. Uh, I can go with as protection for Ula's. We can try to find some computers, try to find some more information, try to see what else we can learn. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'll keep an eye. Uh, I'm gonna look to see um, just off of uh, the boat where there's a safe place to start, like teleporting people, like a patch of grass or something. Give me investigation roll. It's uh, a pumpkin. So that's gonna be fourteen. Uh, there is a, there's like a, a large parking lot that is sort of recessed from the docks slightly. Perfect. Okay. Okay. This is a good plan. Uh, what I'm thinking of doing is invisibility on all of us. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to cast that with middle magic and unfortunately we, you two can't be, no one else can be phased. Do we, oh, then do we want to... I'm well equipped to go hunting because I both have Ula's glasses and the capacity uh, to Mm -hmm. avoid aural attacks. Yeah. Yeah. That is best then, perhaps. I I can fly and ping my way through the ship until Mm -hmm. we find him at which point... uh, over the throat. Yeah. Is that how okay. works best? So just so I'm clear here, mm-hmm. Vion is going to try and phase this what he what you think are the children out of the cargo hold. I'm gonna try to teleport the kid. I'm gonna burst teleport the kids out. Seven by okay. seven. Okay. And you are going with myself, I believe. You're going alone. Ula, wait, did we uh, Ula, do you wanna come with? We should perhaps try to navigate this cargo ship or determine where yeah. it is meant I, to go. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that uh, Benny and Ulez are on. You're both on like okay. an investigation mission, right? Okay. I don't know if Cadrix was suggesting swapping the split, but you're suggesting splitting the two uh, of you. A triple trip. It's it. not okay. like the triple split. Got it. Um, triple split the party. Evacuate yeah. children because yeah, Beyond has amazing magic. That like I was thinking Ula teleport, but no, it, this leaves Ula's open to go yeah. information, um, and ideally to find any evidence to the effect of who might be, if we suspect an accomplice of management. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I bring the thunder. 
Okay. Yeah. So Eagle hunting. clarify for me one last time. Vion, you are headed to the cargo bay. Yeah. Um, Ula, are you going with somebody or are you going alone? Ula's and Benny. I'm with Benny. Short Ula's tags. and Benny and Cadrax mm-hmm. and Vion. Is that the deal? Mm-mm. Cadrax no. oh, alone, right. Vion alone. Gotcha. Short stacks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Willis and Benny, you are going like looking for like just investigating, like going back on a sort of reconnaissance kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Cadrax, you are. Why don't I at least go in with you, Vion? Yeah, uh, in case he is with yes the children. That seems fairly probable if this is indeed a trap, and it will allow at least on your way in, I can keep up uh, the aural shield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Rick. Yeah, no, no worries. I just want to make sure I'm clear on what everyone is doing. Um, so, uh, okay, you're all invisible. You, be on you, you, you. Do you have invisibility on? Um, yeah, it was already on, so I just cast it back on all of us. Okay. And our mental link is still up. We don't have to talk. You cannot phase through the side of the ship. It is obviously a lot thicker than aluminum. Yeah. So you are making your way through the ship, looking for the way down to the cargo hold. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, whatever way you're doing it, Doc, is how I'm traveling. Yeah. So we'll hug the the ceiling of the corridors with flight, and I have a, a silence bubble on us. Okay, give me coordination. Roll. Ten. Great. You are very slowly in the air, flying your way through the ship, trying to make your way down. Those things, you know, can be a little bit like labyrinths, but uh, y- you've got your ping rolls to kind of navigate by, so you are you are working working it. Um, Benny, Ulez, you are headed where? Towards like a control room, looking for a computer kind of thing? Yeah, yes. I tried to look up like, what is inside of a cargo ship, but I'm not having a good time. <laughs> Cargo. <laughs> it's probably it's yeah. most of it most of it is cargo like you're it's going to be storage space so there's probably like mm-hmm. the helm which would probably have the most computer stuff and maybe there's like an office and like a quarters maybe i don't know how far i don't know how if this is like a an across the bay thing or if this is a like long term travel type mm. ship but it, it, everything is probably everything that is not um like cargo is probably going to be localized next to the helm so i would say we head there okay um, so you are headed towards the helm, um, and uh, you are on foot, bamfing your way there. What are you doing? I guess we can probably bamf up. It's going to be high, like if we want to yeah. bamf up to the top of the ship and then walk from there. Do you want to go through right. ha- hallways? Ulez, give me teleportation roll. Hmm. Uh oh, die apply, of course. We are uh oh, we are um, we are okay on uh oh. That was hard for my face <laughs> to say. I was like, oh. Lots of owls. Got my hopes up. Too many. Too many. That's a seven on teleportation. Nope, that's fine. Um, You you arrive, like teleportation, like remember if you fail, it just, you you, you arrive a little stunned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But but that's not even a failure. So um, yeah, you you bamf your way up towards the helm and um, from outside of the helm, uh, you you know, it's kind of got these big windows for sign of seeing out. Uh, you can see right now that there is nobody in there. Um, looks like, you know, they are not preparing to depart in like at this particular second or anything Hmm. like that. So wherever, wherever the people, uh, in the control room are, or, or in this area are, they are doing other stuff right now. 
Is there like a? It probably is a door. Like it's probably not like a an entry, like an open entryway or anything. Like we'd probably like. Uh, there, there, there is a door to the control room. It's got a keypad lock on it. Hmm. Uh, oh. And he just like <laughs> after you. <laughs> oh yes. You guys give me an interface room. I love how we have two different lock pickers who are just like, here, trivialize this lock. <laughs> it makes me so happy. And then, and then we have Benny and Vian who are like, no door at all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. We just <laughs> nope doors in this particular RPG. Yep. We see the trope and we're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> doors is a young man's game. 14. <laughs> yeah, you, you open that up pretty easily and you head into uh, into the helm. Um, you look around, even without an investigation role, you can see that there are kind of computers everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Most of them are probably used for navigation, um, but you can see uh, some systems that look like sort of more more conventional, you know, uh, more, more conventional computers that are probably used for like communication and things like that, um, that are uh, close to, you know, the, the pilot station. Yeah, like what re- any recent communications like that might be yeah helpful. okay give me an interface roll let's look at them logs that is a good roll that is going to be 13. okay while you are, are are looking through that computer um vion cadrax um you have made your way to the cargo bay and uh it's very quiet down there for a place that's got like 25 or 30 people in it, you know, whatever C- Cadrax counted. Um, and uh, you fly. Can't you can't hear it? No, um, I have it on a two way silence bubble uh, versus this guy. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Then you don't hear that. Just, yeah. So yeah. You are just. Okay. Well, for the audience. Me. The audience is obvious. Didn't realize it was two way. Yeah. Um, and uh, you fly your way to the cargo bay, and what you see in front of you is kind of freaky. Um, you see uh, 30 kids. You've been to Golden Gardens enough to recognize at least a couple of them, and you get the feeling these are the Golden Gardens kids. And they are all kind of just standing stone-faced, like at military attention, on, in, in like, uh, you know, rows of five people. Give me an investigation roll, both of you. Or if you or to anybody who wants to look around. Thirteen? Nine. You do not see anything in the way of guards. Uh you know, you get the feeling that management is not worried about them going anywhere, so he, he just has sort of left them there and uh they are standing at attention possibly waiting for his instruction or whatever he has whatever you know whatever he has told told them that should activate them to happen um uh okay um hey everyone i'm gonna actually drop telepathy i'm gonna try something real quick and i want to cast telepathy at level seven to reach out to one of these kids and talk to them in their heads give me uh Roll to turn on telepathy. Uh, no, you already have telepathy on because you were just using it with the other with the rest of the team. Yeah, I'm doing so, it level seven though. That was a uh, little magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, then you got to do it again at level seven. Uh, there's gonna be twelve to turn on. Uh, that will get it. Uh, yes, that will get it, it on. And so I don't I'm know. Gonna... Here's the thing: is technically it would have to go against a willpower test. 
Yep. But the kids, if the kids are willing. Who said it's his, it's their willpower. Yeah, that's a good point. I have to go up against the other power. Yeah, you, you do not find that they react to you like willing subjects. Okay. So. All right, so it's against, uh, so yeah, anyway, I got a 12. Um, Thank you for interfacing yeah. with mind control so that I've no longer done the bad I- worst bad idea of tonight. <laughs> I appreciate you. You find that you cannot talk to them. Meanwhile, while you were doing that, Ulez, you have searched your way through this computer. Much of what you have found is, you know, pretty ordinary. Um, but you do find one particular email in the system. Mm. Uh, it is an email um, uh, from management to one Tony Greaves. And uh, it says, I have secured the assets and put them under control. I will arrange for the demonstrations you requested tomorrow. One will be a hit on an armored car, the other at a racetrack. I will expect delivery of the full 10 million tomorrow upon receipt of the assets. We have found, we have found the incriminating evidence. Shall we email our friend Neil? Leon? Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, sooner than later, because I'm having a hard time getting through these kids. Boop. Email is sent. Yeah, you don't have to roll to, like, for that. Active agency and wherever else might be relevant. Yeah, you don't even have to roll for that. Uh, you you send you know send it to Leon Neal, um, and uh, he now has a copy of that email, um, whether he realizes it or not at this point. <laughs> And uh, then you hear um, like a footstep behind you. You turn around. We are invisible, (laughs) so. Benny, you are hit by a massive energy blast. Um, Well, as you've seen this energy blast before, it is Veronica's energy blast. Uh, Even though they're both um, invisible? Haley Mast's energy blast. And standing behind Haley Mast, you see management. Benny, you are knocked out cold. You go right down. I wasn't lava anyway, so he was... (laughs) Management comes in behind Haley, who is standing there stone-faced, and management says, You know... I can hear your thoughts. You can come out. Mm. Sunflower. Teleport away. Where are you teleporting to? Outside of the cargo ship. On the port, on the dock. I don't remember what they're called. Uh, Give me a teleportation roll. Uh Oh, die, apply. Oh, God. I'm going to cry if I go back. I'm okay. Um, nine. Banff, you appear all the way on the other side of the cargo ship. That is the farthest point that you have seen up on deck. And then on my communicator, Betty has been struck down. Oh, they are not moving. We need assistance. The management is here. And then you hear in, in your comm piece, I'm here and I have one of your comm pieces thanks to your friend here. No! And I'm going to take one out. Oh, no, it's integrated into me. I can't even throw it away anymore. I've broken too many. 
Uh, I'll be able to turn mine off. Uh, Vion, Cadrex, what are you doing right now? Um, I turn to you, Doc. Hey, uh, Doc, why don't I, um, uh, cause a little stir while you go hunting a little bit? Very well. Uh, yes, very well. We should make sure that they are not activated. That's a good idea. I guess, uh, keep them away from the cargo area? Um, the Caitlin days. I know, right? <laughs> I suppose I, either mass deactivation or barricading the door as we leave. Okay, let's uh, barricade the doors before we leave then. All right. You get towards the door. Um, I'm going to say this cargo area, it's pretty enormous, but uh, just the way you came in is open right now. So how do you barricade it? What do you, what do, you do? Um, I will close the door and I will uh, use a, a high-frequency sound wave. I'm basically going to fuse, fuse it. I can always oh, blast great. it open Give later. Give me a complex test rule. Sure. Oh, you're going to get this. Okay, yeah, it's a five on my die, so it's an 18. You know what? I, I'm, I'm changing my die out. I'm hey, no! We're in Act 3. You keep that die. No, red die has been terrible tonight. No, you're no die of mine. Um, okay, fine. Go with the dice of the blue. Um, no, we're, going with, uh, we're going with that purple and blue this time. Um, oh, I didn't know so, we had purple now. Oh, yeah, we got this cool, like, purple blue. I haven't bribed him yet. So, um, okay, so yeah, easily you fuse the door closed. Um, now, what are you doing? You're heading up to deck, or? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going hunting. Vion is doing some kind of as yet undisclosed distraction. Cadrax, you zoom up towards deck. Vion, what are you doing? Um, okay, I'm going to do two things real quick for the sake of time. One, I am going to cast at level seven. Um, I'm going to give us all, like, mental resistance. Use my big magic. Big magic. To do that. Okay, going for what level? Uh, seven. seven. Yeah. All right. Roll to turn that on. Okay, that's going to be twelve to turn on. And you just narrowly got it on, but it is okay. on. Yeah. Um, great. So that's big magic. Uh, middle magic where is invisibility, and uh, I am dropping the mental link because he can hear our thoughts. And my little magic, I am casting astral projection onto myself. Very quietly, oh. suddenly, okay. I'm going to find a little corner to just leave my body. And, like, yeah, I, I have to roll to turn it on, I guess, right? Yeah. But I'm casting it at, like, level one because it's just, you know, it's it just is on. I mean, then then you will get it. You don't have to roll if you're just doing it at level one because you have okay, to great. at least a one on the die. And, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, great. Um, that was a 13 just for the sake of fairness. Um, so I kind of, like, wander yeah, you- into a shadow. Uh, and then out of that shadow strolls um, what is what seems to be a phased Vion. And uh, I put a finger to my temple and I go, oh, so you can, uh, uh, you, can you hear our thoughts? Is this how this works? Am I, am I on? Can you hear me? 
And I'm just like thinking out. Um, hmm. Except Haley, Haley could hear, right? Um, well, or management can hear. Ma management was the one who could hear the thoughts, but oh, try to decide what the range is for his power. Yeah. Um, you know what? To keep things moving, I'm going to say you hear back in your head. Um, you must be the one who calls himself the spirit of justice. Nope. That's everybody else. That's what they call me. I call myself Vion Vigor. Uh, technically, Vion Banerjee is my name, but I call myself Vion Vigor as a pen name. Uh, Vion Vigor? Your name is Life Life? I your would name go is Spirit of Justice. Uh, my name is Vion Vigor. I was chosen to be the Spirit of Justice. Uh, it actually happened to me because of a car accident, and I want to send my memory of the car accident to him. Um... That is like a telepathy. Uh, does that have to be? They're already telepathically late. If he's reading yeah. my mind, I'm just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Read telepathy willpower to read an unwilling subject's thoughts. Okay. Um, you're not really reading an unwilling subject. Okay, you you project the, the image of your accident to him. Yeah. And he's a. Hmm. You are a most interesting fellow. And you're kind of an asshole using a bunch of kids to do your bidding because you couldn't. See, I got into a huge accident. I pulled myself out. I'm trying to do good. You, on the other hand, with everything that you have the ability to do, you're not stopping wars. You're not oh, holding down fights. They're not doing my bidding. Uh, it's my client's bidding. I, I do what oh. I'm paid to do. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, so... Oh, I'm, I apologize. I thought I was talking to management. It turns out I'm talking to middle management. Um, I wanted just to keep his attention as I'm going to antagonize the hell out of him while Cadrex goes hunting. Okay, give me a willpower roll. Great. All right, this is going to be six plus roll. Is this a, is uh, this a performanceable? Oh, yeah, is this performance? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say this is performance. Okay, 11. Hey, you're lucky you brought your lawyer. Um, <laughs> and uh, 11. Okay, so you are kind of, you know... Do we have any uh, community determination left, or did we get it? Point no, one point. Determination. I can make it at 13. Do you want to take it? Is everybody opposed to that? I feel like we got to give Cadrex good, a good chance. I would like to inflict mm -hmm. a tremendous amount of emotional damage on him, so yes, I think okay. beyond the largest thing. I'd love to bump it up burn. to a 13, and I would like to um, start to insult him so much that he's coming after me. My thought of this is, if he's reading my thoughts, and he doesn't know my actions, if I'm flooding my thoughts with insulting him, he's not going to realize that he can't do anything to me because I'm not in physical form. If he attacks me, I simply pass out. All right. Um, well, say even with the determination, management mm -hmm. has extremely high willpower. Um, okay. Uh, it, it is sort of a cornerstone of his power set, and um, let me just I will say you you have distracted him. He okay. is certainly involved with you, but he so far is staying put uh, on the helm. Um, Cadrax, you are navigating your way up uh, toward the helm, I suppose. Yes. 
Okay, you fly up out on the deck. You can see uh, the control room that, you know, Ula's had formerly teleported to. What are you doing? Um, ping. Give me a ping roll. Uh, strictly speaking, this is more like the ping that I did in the gun room right before. Uh, the one I did in the gun room where I'm using a surface so that I can keep the bubble. Okay. Uh, so that's 15. You detect uh, two people in the control room, uh, one of them standing upright uh, and kind of pacing back and forth, and the other one uh, lying very still on the ground. All right, that matches the description. Uh, with my final pings out of the way, I'm going to switch from um, versatile uh, Cadrax to Xing, uh, Aura Cadrax. Okay, you got your Aura on. Um, yes, that Alara. comes on. Ulez, what are you doing right now? Um, I think... Um, Omar, had telepathy still been up when you saw the kids? Do you remember? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Um, Liz is going to teleport to inside that um, cargo crate. Give me teleportation roll. Uh-oh, do I apply? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's two sixes. I've never done that in this game. But, bam, you uh. appear in the cargo <laughs> You see that same um, thing they saw, the kids all standing there in rows, very still. Okay, is there what is there a kid in there that I recognize, like for sure by name? Um, there is, uh, you recognize, there is, let's say, a kid. Do you uh, want me to choose a name? Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, I had a list somewhere. No, no! Um, hang on, hang on. Uh, you see a kid. Hang on. I will start saying names if you don't help me. Uh, there's a kid named Isaac Chen. Uh, he's played by Forrest Wheeler from Fresh Off the Boat. Um, and uh, you know him. Uh, he's he, He's got the power to uh, stun people, essentially, by hitting them with these sort of strange force bolts he, he can project from his eyes. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to walk up to um, Isaac, and I want to try to heal. I want to try and heal the mental damage that has been done, and I know it's a stamina thing, like, mechanically. Mm. I don't know. You, I just, you, you, I just, just, you, just got, you just got a determination. You could stunt. There we go. That's what I want to do. Okay, hold on. Let me open up icons again. So let me. You're also uh, lucky you brought your lawyer. Yay, teamwork. Hey, Rick, Thanks I'm knocked out. Work. Hey, Rick, Rick, I'm knocked out right now. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> All right, we'll get to you in a minute. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I love it. No, no, you're helping. <laughs> I have to address that. It really does suck when you're just like out for the thing for like eight hours, for like seven hours, for like five, for like. I'm having don't a great worry. time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't worry, that won't be happening anymore, Sam. Um, um, so it looks like astral projection is the best one. <clears throat> or... Well, if you were trying oh to do, God. like, a heal on their mind, you could try, you could maybe stunt it into the mental shield or something. 
I don't know if that's, that's quite. Looking, I'm, right I'm looking at mind control to see if there's a way to kind of like undo that. If I could heal the mind control that has been done, if I stunt with that move, depending on the level of success, if it can be a heal versus a a, a success in the determined amount yeah. of control over their brain. I would say Does mental make- shield is probably what you're working, looking for, right? Is it like sort of okay. loosens the control over their brain? So it's like, you know, stunt your healing to sort of kind of try and do what Vion did at the beginning, but more. Okay. Right? That, that, that sounds like um, what you're going for. Yeah. Mind shield is a version of mental resistance defined as a mental power. Yeah, okay. What does, what does emotion control do again? Emotion uh, control you- is, you know, it can make you feel happy, feel sad, feel angry. Okay. Red mist. Yeah. Kind okay. Of- I was just trying to find the the where the difference was because I think the D and D one gets rid of influence, but I was like, I don't think that's yeah. the same in icons. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll keep things moving. We'll say you're you're, you're doing mental shield. That that will accomplish okay. what you want. Um, give me, me give me a roll to do your stunt. Okay, let me double check what my healing is. Going to cost once. you your determination. Okay, that is going to be a ten total. Um, I don't really have anything to add to that. And, uh, okay, 10 total, um, and, you know, uh... I don't get to Isaac, add plus three because I'm using it for the stunt, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, Isaac kind of, you know, his face, which was stone like everybody else's, kind of, you know, he, he kind of shakes his head a little bit. And, ah, uh, Ulez, is that you? Yes, we greet you. Are you well? Are you back? Uh, I, I can hear I can hear his voice in my head. Uh, we require your assistance. You must assist me in stunning all of your allies. They cannot be hurt, but we must make sure that they cannot be chosen to rise against the rest of us. I, I, don't, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, Isaac, Liz, please. Give me a willpower roll. Ooh. Oh, um, seven. Uh, uh, I can't do it. It hurts too much. Uh, Isaac. Um, while you were talking with Isaac, um, Cadrax, you can hear management kind of, um, you know, bickering with Vion, uh, Oh, you can't because you're still in your bubble, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So you can see management kind of pacing back and forth and talking out loud to somebody. Um, well, no, he would be doing it by telepathy. So you see management pacing back and forth, looking very annoyed. Uh, <laughs> and, no, that uh, fills in everything I need to know. They must be talking to me. <laughs> what do you want to do? I would like to invisibly, inaudibly thwack the ever-living caboodle out of this man. Uh, All right. Whack that man. <laughs> give, give me a prowess roll. Mm-hmm. So you're flying into the room towards him. She'll... T- <laughs> um... That that that's a nineteen. Oh, okay. You go flying into the room straight at management, and you just blast him. 
a second before you connect, he kind of turns as he can kind of hear your thoughts, but it doesn't matter. He, he can't move quick enough. You know, he, he's kind of just some old man, you know, doesn't really have a lot of, you know, physical prowess. Um, you, you hit him hard. He goes flying across the floor. Um, you can tell you have really, really damaged him. Uh, and he kind of looks up and he's like, oh, 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 you're going to pay for that. And at that moment, he vanishes. Now, the thing about mind control in this game is it comes with an extra called merge. And uh, when he vanishes, Benny's body stands up and you hear a voice, different cadence than Benny, and says, oh, oh, I'm going to like this. Your friend can do quite a bit of damage. And he suddenly starts to grow and grow and pops through the ceiling, erupting into lava. He grows up all the way as high as, let's say, level 10, 20 yeah. stories to... Uh, no, what's your heart? What's your mind? If yours aura always has to be one. Aura has to be one. So he gets to level nine. Sorry, thank you. Uh, 18 stories tall. And uh, he walks over the side of the ship, stepping into the harbor. And he looks around and he says, I think it's time I got out of here. Um, you will probably want to save all those people. And he turns and creates this lava kind of ball, big fireball in his hand. And he pitches it at the dock and it goes flying along the dock and the whole dock and all the buildings and cars in the parking lot erupt into flames and you can see people all over the place go screaming and he turns and creates another lava ball and throws it out towards one of the ships in the harbor and the ship he throws it at is like this tanker and it hits the side of it and kind of just melts right through the lava and, and the ship starts to sink from the middle, falling down. And then management goes, have fun. And on that, Benny, you wake up immediately shrinking back down. Your lava goes out and you are so exhausted as you drop into the water and start to sink. Vion, you heard this all through the earpiece. So did Ulez. Kadrax, you saw it happen. Let's start with you. What do you want to do? So he disappeared and has his not reappeared. Yeah. Yes, his body vanishes when he merges with another person. Um, that is per the rules. Uh, and then he can reappear essentially wherever in range he wants. Right. Uh, that's that's really the thing because um, yes, uh, under any other circumstances, I would be saving as many civilians as I possibly could. But you must understand, Rickbod, that if you mess with one of us, Ping, where this man? I want to do a thwack. Black um, this man. 
<laughs> Give me a ping roll. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be super high right now. Uh, that is indeed um, a six, but because it's not just, good right now. Too many people now racing around on the dock for you to pin down who one of them is. Is anyone walking? Do I see uh, anyone walking away? Oh, you no, see people running, running in every which direction. Walking right, calmly. you're running. Who's walking it's calmly? No, you can't figure out which one's it. Okay, not with eye, not with eyeballs. If I no. use eyeballs, okay. No, you you were you were too. First of all, too far away. But also, it's like you know, there's just there's fire, there's smoke, there are people running around screaming. Very well. I would like to make a determined effort. I would like to shift back so that I can ping with a determined effort. Okay, um, that'll cost you your... It will cost me my determination, but you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Okay, um, give me another ping roll. All right, now I can roll with my power. <laughs> all right, uh, 17. Um, okay, you, again, you still just clock a lot of people running all over the place, um... There are some people walking, some people running. You can't quite tell why anybody's doing anything. You know, they, they could be old. They could be, you know, uh, uh, carrying something. Um, but uh, I'll say, you know, if you want, um, there, there are a couple of slow-moving forms in the smoke on the dock down below. All right. You fly towards that. Um Benny, you are sinking in the water unconscious. Ulez, what are you doing? Teleport. To where? Teleport, teleport into the water. Um, you don't necessarily Which I can't know. super see. Yeah, you but, don't uh, know that that happened right now. So I could he- oh no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm you not only floating. Heard oh him. geez, uh, yeah, I mess up. You, you, that's you, not you even a mess with one of us. I didn't know you sink. I'm so sorry. You 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 only heard him you know, sort of so talk about, you know, you, you have to deal with that trouble uh, and, and stuff. So you know that something is going on above. You possibly heard some of the explosions, but you don't know the, what happened with Benny or how any of that stuff happened. What is going on? Has my assistance required on my communicator? Dion, you hear that, um, and you heard also all the same things Ulez did. Cadrax, you hear Ulez. Uh, was I still telepathically connected with that dude? Um, yeah, you are. So you probably heard, you know, what he was thinking to a certain extent. Um, you certainly heard all the words he said. Um, I don't know if that's enough to get you, you know, that what happened to Benny. Well, we don't know where Benny is. Um, hmm. Okay, well, I, uh, what I'll say is I cut off astral projection. I appear back in my body. Um, okay. I cast flight on myself and I fly out while in the earpiece. I say, uh, Doc, did you see what happened? I saw what happened, but I cannot find the man. That's all right. Do you know where Benny is? She is in the water. She okay, great. Keep your search going. We'll find Benny. Don't worry about it. Um, I, and I see, as I see the damage from above, I'm going to relay to Ulez. I mean, you just heard that, but I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. Benny's in the water somewhere, Ulez. On and my way. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Elemental Control at level 7 on myself. Water? Yeah. Fire? 
Water. Okay. Give me uh, a roll to turn it on. Okay. While you're doing that, Cadrex, you zip down into the smoke. Um, it's pretty thick. You are looking around. Give me investigation roll. All right. Oh, shit. Okay, come on. I don't really need this. I'm perfectly happy to give up. 14. <laughs> Vion, what did you get? Uh, I got a 14. Okay. You have element control water is turned on. Um, Great. That is sort of like, you know, telekinesis over water is kind of how yeah. that works. Um, Ulez, you are, what are you doing? Trying to show up wherever Vion is. Um, right. I don't think Ulez has spent a lot of time in water. So yeah. we're going to hang out on the docks and like, look. <laughs> okay. Give me a teleportation roll. Like, are there any submarines at this dock? Is that like? Yeah, it's not one of those. It's a. <laughs> yeah, We're not near the base. wormhole. <laughs> yeah, you're not near the wormhole, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, Astro. Uh, um. Well, that was a pitiful roll. That is a two on the O, so that goes off, and a seven on a seven on t- uh, teleportation. Um. Okay. So you, Bamf, and just kind of reappear in another spot in the same cargo hold, you know, just maybe on the other side of the kids now. And uh, Isaac kind of, you know, still struggling, kind of looks over to you and he's like, "Uh, can you get us out? Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yeah, we can. Uh, No, we can't. (laughs) Um, Is this cargo space hold empty like empty or just like just kids in here yeah <laughs> why what do you want to do I, they need oh i can like teleport a couple of them but i i don't aoe teleport um, uh you don't aoe teleport um not up more but- than three you know <laughs> uh i feel like you've taken more than that at a time i'm gonna say you could take five at a time um okay. if you want I'll spend the rest or, of my time doing that, bringing them not even onto the deck, dock, docks, because um, those might be up in flames. Um, we're going to look for safety on land. All right, maybe to that parking lot you saw before. Perfect. Um, all right, Liz, give me a teleportation roll with your Oda. <laughs> That's better. That's a 10 total and a three on the Odai, so we are okay. All right, you bamf the first group of kids over, and as you arrive, you can see them all kind of starting to wake up a little bit, um, possibly management being hurt, being on the run is weakening his hold on them, but they're still, you know, just kind of barely moving. Um, they're not, you know, not really fully back yet. Um, okay. And you head back. I'm just going to say that that's one trip that you, for the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, meanwhile, Vion, you come out of the cargo hold. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing the I, 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 I'm water bending. I'm just like hitting every like fire spot with just like water. Okay. Like any lava or fire spot, I'm just splashing it with some ocean water. Just gonna use the Give environment me around me. Element control roll. Oh yeah, this is seven plus roll. Let's go for gold. That's gonna be uh, an eleven. Okay, you start bending the water just right out of. I'm going you know, with a natural weight. Not even trying to do a whole thing. It's just like make a big wave to go over that fire. Fantastic. I'm good. Cadrax standing in uh, on the dock in the smoke. You see, oh, about 50 yards away from you, management 
kind of hobbling. It looks like, you know, you, you have heard him so much. He, he's kind of having trouble kind of staying on his feet and balancing. And he's headed away and he kind of looks over his shoulder and he sees you. I look at him. I And as I'm flying down, I fly over a uh, one of the cargo crates. And as I'm over it, I move down to a kick, like when you're kicking off the side of a pool to turn my momentum. And as I do that, as my foot makes contact, I want to use the crate as a resonator. Beware the moon. But more than that, beware me. Kick off back toward the ocean. Fly back to Benny. I'm going to let him go and I'm going to go get her. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. And, and, and he hears that and you can sort of, you know, see some terror and confusion in his face, especially when he sees you turn around and doesn't quite understand what's going on. Hey, GM. They uphold the yeah. oath. Can they have a point of determination for letting the bad guy go? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's you're also hey. lucky you brought your so lucky that you brought your lawyer tonight. Um and uh That's uh, why I yeah. have to go get her. Cadrax, give me you fly down towards the water, dive into the water, give me an investigation roll. You know where I first got the idea of a ping? <laughs> oh, ping roll? Give me a ping roll. Um, that's a 15 to be a, a very, very small submarine. Okay. Your ping roll, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the water now. The docks have burned, stuff fell in, but you are able to detect a human form that is now kind of falling towards the bottom, uh, which is maybe, I don't know, 50 feet down or something like that. It is almost just completely sank. And... I am not a nova of a light. I have a few scars that have a little glow. So it is not illuminating when I gather Benny into my arms, but as we rise back out, Benny is now in my sound bubble, the one I had to protect us, the one I didn't have in a moment when I needed to have protected her. But now that she's inside it, she could hear a pale imitation, the child singing along to the radio version of the music I used to hear. Then he joins my oh. choir. Oh. You zip over to Benny, grab them, and fly towards the surface, shooting up into the air out of the water, carrying Benny. Uh, Benny, as the, as the oxygen comes to you, uh, you kind of start coughing up some of the water in your lungs. And to keep things moving along, um, uh, 
Benny, you come to Cadrax brings you on the dock. Vion is using water and putting out the fires and the fires on the ships. Um, Ulez has been teleporting the kids out of the cargo hold. Uh, and once management has sort of abandoned the scene, the kids start to wake up a little. Um, he has either abandoned his hold on them or been so rattled by the attack that uh, he, he lost it. Um, the Department of Investigation shows up with Leon Neal uh, to take charge of the scene. Um, and uh, as, as, as they start cleaning up the scene, um, a cab pulls up and uh, Veronica gets out. And uh, she says, she comes running over towards you, Ulez, and she's like, uh, Mr. Neal told me where to find you. I woke up in some uh, hospital. Are you well? Yeah, I think I'm okay now. Uh, I don't remember. What happened? This guy, he, he showed up at Golden Gardens and then kind of everything went black. And then the next thing I know, I'm in a hospital. I kind of remember being in the street and sort of talking with you for a second, but it sort of seemed more like a dream. Oh, well, um, we might have some new problems on our hands. Um, maybe it's best that, um, my, my allies and everybody from Golden Gardens meets together and talks about the consequences of what has occurred the past 48 hours. And, and I'll say, as the scene comes down, you, you take the kids back to Golden Gardens, um, and, uh, you know tell them all about what happened. And, and afterwards, there's just kind of like a silence in the room. And Veronica says, Liz, thanks for saving us. Of course. You know, I'm sorry I did those things. Can I still be your junior detective? Yes, yes, you can. Those were entirely against your will. They were against everybody's will. That kind of control is nefarious and it is wrong. It, that is the kind of power that needs to be stopped because that, that, that it does not help anybody. It just hurts. And we can't let that happen. You know, I, I still miss Hector Peralta every day. He, he used to call himself the gardener, you know, because this is Golden Gardens in he was the one who helped us grow up. But now that's you. You're the gardener here. And oh. today was a hell of a challenge for any gardener. And you rocked it. We Thanks. thank you. We thank you just for being such a great person, Liz. Can I hug you? Yes. Hug accepted. And she gives you that hug. Um, and uh, Benny, how you doing? Um, are we all would you content to a sleepover? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, she would be. Yeah, she probably just like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I think Catrax asks that while while we're here. To be perfectly honest, I don't know that they let go 
until they have you home in their apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, before you head off to the apartment, um, Leon Neal kind of shows up at at Golden Gardens. uh, And you say, hey, glad I caught you. Um, Leon, uh, I got something on that little matter you asked me about. Yeah. Um, So I've got no record of a homicide victim named Daniel Sizik. Okay. I did find something that might interest you. Back on July 9th, an anonymous witness called the Department of Investigation and reported a man fitting Sizik's description uh, was gunned down in broad daylight in the Badenbrook neighborhood of Rifton outside of a restaurant called The Taste of Astrovia. Okay. The alleged killers were a man and a woman in a pickup truck, and the witness took down the license plate, uh, and it turns out the truck was reported stolen by a business called uh, Oakgate Solutions. Okay. Does that mean anything to you? And while you are thinking about whether that means anything to you, we're going to call this a game. (sighs) No, this is not a game. We are not playing with this man. Um, sorry to go so far over, everybody. Uh, that was a great one. Oh, my God. Kadrak's returning the favor. Um, real quick, let's go around the table. Tell the wonderful people where they can find you, uh, starting with Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder, and I'm feeling very emotionally compromised. Um, I'm, I'm, this is the only show I'm on right now. We're on summer break for Rule of Lore, so you'll catch me here. And you can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR. And anything else that I do, I will post there. Thanks for watching. You guys are great. Omar Najam. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. Uh, I am on the show Bane's Break over at Pixel Circus on Tuesday evenings. Um, we've got uh, a couple episodes left in this season, so check that out. Also, I can now officially share it. Uh, I've been allowed to, I believe, or at least I won't get yelled at as much. Uh, but I got to work on the show Miss Marvel, um, so check that out. It is premiering in a couple days, uh, in three days from now, I believe. Um, check it out, and uh, I'll have... Yeah, check out. It's... Again, I don't know how much I'm allowed to share. Check it out, and then we'll talk next week. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the show. I cannot tell you. Oh, my God. I love that character, and it looks fantastic. Um, be Zelda. Hey, all. I have been your non-binary busy bee. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I am a podcaster, TTRPG streamer, and the community manager for D&D Adventures League. If you want to catch some of my shows, I think I'm actually just streaming on Saturdays and Sundays. It's nice. I don't know what happened. Um, so catch me on Roll for It, where I am playing Chauncey Chimney, the gossipy, outrageous little house hall boy who just wants to write a book and lie about everybody. And uh, I'm Rick Bowden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at Powerplay RPG. I will be back here next week with these four people. And I promise you, next week, is a big one, uh, big, important, pivotal, crucial. You don't want to miss this one. Um, and on that, the credits end and the theater goes dark. And uh, we are in Astrovia. It is October 1st, 2021. It's night. 
and we are in a small, unimpressive office. It is crammed with filing cabinets. The lights are fluorescent, and they kind of barely work, blinking and fritzing at kind of random intervals. And uh, there is a desk in the middle of the floor, and behind it sits a man in a button shirt and a cardigan. I'll say he's played by Morgan Freeman. And across from him sits a younger man who I'll say uh, is played by uh, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. And um, between them on the desk is a chessboard, and uh, they are deep in the middle of a game, and uh, neither is saying anything. They're both just kind of staring silently at the board. And the older man kind of glances at his watch, and then he says, uh, as your boss, I am ordering you to make a move. And the younger man kind of looks up from the board and nervously locks eyes with his boss. But, but before he can say anything, a phone rings in an adjacent room. And the younger man gets up and he goes, gets out of his seat and he goes to answer it. Uh, and while he's gone, the boss just kind of stares at the board. And after a few minutes, the young man returns. Uh, and without looking up, the boss says, who was that at this hour? And uh, the young man says, uh, an American named Vion Vigor. He's from Port Ruby, and uh, he wanted to ask you questions for a movie he's writing, and I get to be associate producer. And uh, still staring at the chessboard, uh, the boss says, uh, what did you tell him? And the young man says, I told him you were in the field and that he should make a formal request for information. And the boss says, uh, good boy, Boris. Uh, what did he want to know? And Boris says, uh, he was asking about a Daniel Sizik. And at the mention of that name, the boss finally looks up from the board and he says, really, Daniel Sizik, that's what he said? And, the Bo and Boris says, yes, Teo, so what? And Teo says, so what is that we might have a very big problem? And as he reaches for the phone on his desk, we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Omar. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.